Morning, everyone. Morning, Eric. Thursday, February 15th, 2024. We've got Night Owls here. Russ is on his way. And this podcast the is brought welcome. to you by Podbean. Brian, welcome. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Old Man's Podcast here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the code PODCAST21. Hi, Russ. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the show. You got me, the old man, and Eric's here. Our Thirsty Navigator, Russ, is in the, in here, too, with us, and you've got the Old Man's Podcast <clears throat> with Eric Kirk of the Navigators coming to you live from across the United States and circling the globe. Good to see everybody. Hope you're having a great day. Man, it is early here for me, and uh, Eric and uh, Russ are on the other side of the country, and their day's already been up and going for a little bit, but I tell you what, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm beat this morning. I don't know why. But uh, we're going to get through this day. We got Thursdays ahead of us. We got to get going. Got things to get done on Thursday. We got to get it done because tomorrow's our big reveal on who wins the trivia uh, contest tomorrow. So we got to remind everybody to get those answers in today. If you want a chance at that $50 gift certificate, you got to get it done today. And we'll talk more about that later. Eric's going to let us know what's going on. Absolutely. Uh, you want to come in and you want to hit those share buttons and uh, come in and respond and, uh, you know, talk Hi, in Chris. the chat room and build up those engagement points uh, for a shot at winning a $100 uh, gift certificate from Glowflow Denver for later on, uh, for later this month. At the end, the, uh, the 29th, we'll be announcing that winner. But then, too, like I said, Eric will tell us more about that later. But, uh, man, hey, Crash, good to see you. Uh, welcome, everybody. Night Owl. You know who Night Who's Night Owl? Who's Night Owl, Eric? Do you know who Night Owl is? I think, um... <clears throat> I think they've been coming in our show for a while, but yeah, I don't... I've seen but them I think they shortened their name. Uh, yeah, I've seen them. And, uh, it was just gonna, uh, it looks like they wanted to try to call in. I was, uh... You know, I was gonna... I was gonna let them. I was gonna let them call in, see what's going on. See what's going on with Night Owl. Uh, but it's good to see everybody. I'm glad you're here. Russ, how you doing, buddy? What's going on with Russell? And how's Aspen? Hey, hey, I'm all right, man. How you doing? Good. How's Aspen? Did she get over a little sickness? 
Yeah. She's running around today. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Kids, we just about to hold them down. But, uh, well, good. I'm glad she's feeling better. Glad you're here. Uh, Crash, what's going on with you? How are you doing this morning? I am good. I'm happy Podbean worked today. Yay. 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 I'm Yay. excited for my show later, and I'm happy to be here today. Okay. Well, there you go. And uh, we'll fill everybody in on when that's going to transpire. Hello, Chuck. Good to see you. Uh, Miss Dixie. Uh, Cindy. Good to see everybody. Chuck. There's Chuck again. Hi, Chuck. Man, I'm just, I am just totally out of it. I'm totally out of it right now. I'm so stinking tired. I don't know why I'm tired, Eric. I've had two cups of coffee. I don't know what's going on. Help me, Eric. Help me. What's going on, man? Jeez. You're old. I'm old. I'm going to drink black rifle coffee right now. I'm trying to. You're old. That's it. No other words. Just you're old. Well, I got up early, bright and early, went back to sleep. My alarm went off at 9.58 a.m. So I am only half awake. Hmm. Cool. Uh, just enjoying that black rifle coffee this morning. Uh, Do you drink your coffee black? That's the only way to drink coffee. That's the way my parents drink their coffee. If you don't drink your coffee black and strong, then something's wrong with you. That's all I got to say. I don't drink coffee. Chuck says I do too. That's right, Chuck. Good Good, strong cup of black coffee. As a matter of fact, I like my coffee so black, so strong that it coats the inside of the cup. Yeah, I like it coating it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know. My coffee, I can't, for some unknown reason, I got it on a little cup warmer. I took it. You know, is that cup warmer on? Let me look. Let me look. Is the cup warmer on? Yes. Yeah, it's on. It's hot. But it just doesn't do a very good job keeping my cup warm. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, but yeah, uh, but, uh, oh. let's see. Brian says, if you have, if you have to put cream and sugar in, in, in coffee, then it's not good coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, oh, but Chuck says he drinks his at room temperature intentionally. I don't intentionally drink mine at room temperature, but it always ends up being room temperature by the time I get around to, I'll pour me a nice hot cup, cup of coffee and I, I probably won't get to it for about five, 10 minutes. So then, when I start drinking it, it is it's 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 down. It's the temperatures drop down a little bit. Uh, but um, I've tried drinking iced coffee. I've tried drinking cold coffee. Can't I can't drink it. I can't drink it cold. I gotta have my coffee hot. Yeah, I gotta have a cop. Hey, Russ, you drink your uh, Mountain Blue, your Mountain Dew? Do you drink it cold or room temperature? How do you drink your Mountain Dew? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter to me, man. Sometimes that's the correct answer. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's the correct answer. Yes. I worked at this uh, steel foundry, and I used to have a travel mug with me all the time. And uh, get to work, and uh, my travel mug would be sitting on my desk. I'd just take it, pull the top off, fill it with coffee, put the top back on it, and drink it. You know, and then I, you know, through the course of the day, just pop the top off, fill it, and so forth and so on as I go on and on and on. And uh, never really paid much attention to what was going on inside the coffee cup. One time I filled it up 
and uh, put the lid on it and took a drink. And it was like, God, this is terrible. What is wrong with this coffee, man? This is nasty. And they go, well, I don't know what's wrong. We just made it. It's, it's good. We, I, it's just made it. I, I don't know why it tastes bad. And I popped the lid off and it was full of mold. It was full oh. of mold. I left uh, uh, I left it you know, with a little bit of coffee in it over the weekend and it molded up on me. And it's like, oh, God, that was nasty. It just hey. <laughs> That's <laughs> yuck. And then they started making fun of me saying, well, you got your penicillin for the day. <laughs> and I go, yes, I did. So shut up. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah I, I don't do that anymore. I, I don't leave. I don't do that anymore. No, that was just nasty, nasty. But, uh, you know, I didn't start drinking coffee until I was well in my thirties. I think I was in my thirties. Yeah. Or just getting into my thirties. I didn't drink coffee. I just didn't drink it. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it growing up. My mom drank coffee all the time. So was my dad. I did not drink coffee. Didn't care for it. Didn't like it. And then when I started drinking coffee, because I don't know, I felt I should start drinking coffee because everybody was drinking coffee around me, you know. So I'd go to the little coffee machine and I'd put my money in and hit the button for uh, coffee with extra cream and extra sugar. So that's how I started drinking it. And then... um. And then for some reason, I uh, stopped putting sugar in it because I always drink my coffee with little, uh, those little Debbie donuts. You could buy those little donuts, you know, I'd buy those little donuts and drink that, eat those with my coffee. And I figured, why am I putting sugar in my coffee? I'm eating sugary donuts, you know, so I did that. And then I had just creamer. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And then I just had creamer. And then I just, uh, for some unknown reason, probably because they ran out of creamer, I just stopped drinking it with creamer and then the more i drank my coffee black the stronger i needed it i needed it stronger i couldn't stand it weak i needed a good dark coffee so now i'm a dark roast guy i love a dark coffee just i i like coffee like i like my beer nice and dark dark and strong yeah you like guinness beer i love guinness Guinness is uh, Guinness is my normal beer. That's normally what I drink. But I had a beer the other day at the uh, at the pizza place that we the little local pizza place called the Blind Onion. Here they have beer on draft, and I walked in there and they had some beer. It was uh, uh, some um, uh, beer from Washugal. I think it was from Washugal, Washington. It was a, a mini brew, and uh, they said and it had stout on it. And I love stout. I love a stout. So I go, how? Let me have, let me have that, you know. Let me have that, uh, uh, that, that beer there. And they poured me a pint. This was, I mean, this was as dark as, you know, thirty weight oil. I mean, this was dark, and man, did it taste good. It, it was one of the best drinking beers I had, you know. And when I, when I got it, the guy pours it, and he goes, "Hey, you want to, uh, you want a glass of water to go with that beer?" And I go, no, if I wanted watered down beer, I would have ordered a Coors Light. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, made him chuckle a little bit, but yeah. I used to tell, uh, let's see, who's talking about beer? Chuck, I used to tell Chuck, Chuck, I used to tell people when I lived in England, because you go there and you order your coffee there. People have heard me tell this story a hundred times. But uh, you order your coffee there. They go, hey, mate, you want a cup of coffee? Or they used to just say cupper. You want a cupper? Yeah. And they go, you want it white or black? That's how they asked you if you wanted it with cream or sugar. You want it white or black? I go, give it to me black. I like my coffee like I like my women, black and strong. 
and they'd all laugh. <laughs> That's funny. The guy's racist. I like my coffee black and strong. And then a month later, Grammy came to live, live with me in England, and they go, oh, okay. Oh, we understand now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm married to a black and strong woman. Yeah. Good coffee, though. And I... The one thing I liked about England is when they served their coffee, it was dark and strong. It was almost like an espresso here in the United States. You know, that's how strong it was. And then so I thought, well, let me try an espresso over here. Good Lord, talk about strong. And I love espressos. And I, and I started drinking espressos. I love something that would be, and that's the original It'll give you wings. You know, you drink an espresso over in Europe. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Love a good, strong cup of coffee. I love it. I went to a, I had a friend come up from uh, uh, Albany, Oregon. We were going to go golfing on a Saturday morning. He come up and we we were early. So we went to the, the local coffee shop and we're in there. We had a couple hours to kill before we went. So I'm there and I start... Um, Drinking coffee, dark roast coffee, you know, and I started drinking espressos with it. I had like about three espressos and then had all that strong coffee. We get there, we get to the first tea and we tee off. We finish the whole, we get to the second tea and man, I am shaking. I, I mean, I, I can feel my nerves are like, I'm, my whole body's just like shaking. And I'm going, I can't believe I'm nervous playing you because I can kick your butt in golf any day. Why am I so nervous playing you in golf? He goes, you're not nervous playing me golf. It's all that caffeine you were drinking. And that was the first time I ever felt that kind of a, a result from drinking caffeine where my whole body was just shaking, you know. Uh, yeah. And then I had that time, Eric, remember I had that time where me and Grammy were making that Indian coffee? We were making Indian coffee and I videotaped it. It's a... Uh, uh, you know, coffee outside of the United States is strong wherever you go. India, England, Germany, you know, Spain. It's all strong. France, it's all real strong coffee, except here in America. We got weak stuff, just like we got weak beer, you know. Uh, so anyway, I, I saw how to make Indian coffee. And uh, I mean, uh, it's, I, can't, I can't tell you how I made it because I don't remember. But I do know this. It came out dark and strong and man me and grammy started drinking those and i was videotaping us making them and drinking them and uh we started out going yeah okay we're drinking indian coffee and then you would drink how did you think that was pretty good yeah that was pretty good it's pretty strong you want another one sure so i made another one and then i made another one and then i made another one and the video we ended up going hey you want to drink another cup of coffee yeah let's come have another cup of coffee yeah that's pretty good stuff yeah let's do it let's do it some more let's drink some more drink some more, drink some more. <laughs> And you could ask Eric because Eric saw that video. Man, we just were flying on that coffee, man. Flying on that coffee. Welcome, yeah. Sophie. Um, I, I remember that you and Grammy got buzzed off that strong coffee. Oh, yeah. We got buzzed all right. It was something. Good times. Good times. I saw this video. Cracked me up this morning. Uh, uh, what would you do if you're walking in a park? You're walking in the park. You're cutting across this big old field in the park, and you're walking. And, uh, you know, you're just minding your own business and uh, you got a pretty good walk going and you, I'm early. you just happen to turn around. You just have to happen to turn around and look and you have, you know, close to a couple of hundred ducks walking behind you. What would you do? 
I saw a video of that. This person, this girl's walking and she's filming her feet walking and then she scans the camera behind her and there's a couple of hundred duck keeping pace with her, walking with her. And then she started walking faster. The duck started walking faster. She started laughing. The duck started laughing. No, but I mean, that that would be weird. I would That would be weird to see all these ducks uh, walking behind you. That's the crazy stuff. Hi, Poe. Good to see you, Poe. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm done. All right. Uh, uh, Russ, go ahead. What's up? <laughs> Jeez. You think, uh, well, I did say I'm on my second cup of coffee. So there you go. Yeah. Are you sure it's only two? Hey, hey Poe, how you doing? Mm -hmm. hey, Holy mackerel. You're like the energizer old man today. Yeah. yeah right. You just got him talking about something he likes. Yeah. Coffee. Love it. Oh, it Love this stuff. What is going on, Poe? What's going on with Poe? Yeah, he, he's amped. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm amped up. Oh, man. So what's going on today? What's going on today, Russell? What you got planned for the day? What's going on? <clears throat> hey, you starting to gear up for your big trip Hi, to Alaska? Yeah. I mean, when it gets here, I'll go. <laughs> I don't really prep. I'm not like... Oh, my you're buddy not prep Robert, my buddy Robert there, he's been prepped for about six months now. Uh-huh. Yeah, me, I wait to the last six minutes. That's yeah. how I am. I I I you know, Grammy, she's a prepper. She's going on a trip. She's got everything everything figured out, lined out, stacked up, you know. Me, I wait till the last minute. Yeah. I wait till like uh before about you know five minutes before we're jumping in the car and taking off. So yeah. the last time I, I, I went so I far as to ship things to Brett five months ago. <laughs> just in case. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, actually I did. Like two large boxes. What'd stuff. you send what'd you send in the boxes? Uh it was a whole bunch of uh cold weather gear. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, just in case. It, it ain't gonna be no just in case. I was looking at the weather, and uh, uh, the last week of February, first week of March, you're gonna have high temperatures of. Hold on, it's gonna be hot, 19 degrees. <laughs> hey, that's that's fine. That you know, some people like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. You know, I've got this, I've got that, and it's fine when you go out for 10, 15 minutes. But when you're standing out there for hours and hours and hours, it's a different yeah. story. And yeah. so that was that's kind of just going to be case. standing anywhere for hours and hours. Well, like, what are you doing when you go? Do you know how there? long it takes to assemble that tripod? You know that they, they, they got a community center right there with hot chocolate and all yes, that they, stuff. I know. It's like yeah. 200 yards away. Uh, yeah. And there's hot Don't dogs. that out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> hot chocolate and hot dogs. There you go. Uh, you know, that's uh Grammy just just came back uh, at the beginning of uh you know middle of January. She just come back from her trip in Mississippi. And um, you know, anymore now when you're gonna fly someplace, they charge you for the extra bags and they charge you by weight and all this and that. And uh, I had never thought of it before, and I told her I go, you know, it might be cheaper, it might be cheaper if you put this stuff in a box and ship it to your niece. And it was, it was cheaper. So she just boxed it up, FedExed it to her. So she, when she got there, she had her stuff, all her stuff was sitting there waiting for her in a box. And then when she came home, she did the same thing, just threw it all. So when she's entering a, entering a plane, she's just going on there with a backpack, you know, 
uh, carry on. That's, that's, all carry. I take, that's all I take with me anywhere. Like a backpack. <clears throat> uh huh. Yeah, backpacks there, are the way to go. I think or, there is or no luggage. Like, no, I don't even need carry on. That's too much. So it's what do you much, take man. where, Russ? What are you gonna? I mean, what are you? What like, are you all gonna... I need is a little travel toothbrush, travel toothpaste, a little travel deodorant. Put that in the front little pocket. Uh huh. Fold all my clothes up into little six inch squares. Put them down in the book bag. Done. Uh huh. Roll out. That's all then I have I'll, in the backpack. And then, and then, and then somewhere in there, I'll have my little rubber bowl that don't go through metal detectors. Uh huh. And uh, I'll have me a little stack of green pack somewhere that no one can find it. And, yeah, so, go what are you, in the world. how are you preparing for the cold weather? I'm wearing a hoodie and blue jeans. Really? That's it. A hoodie and wood and uh, blue jeans. Interesting. That's, that's what I wear everywhere, man. I'm the exact same way. I do not own a winter coat. I own an extra, extra large hoodie, and I wear like a long sleeve shirt underneath. I do not own a winter coat. Yeah, I'm not wearing it. I, I don't wear extra large baggy clothes. Yep. I only wear a hoodie like that. I wear a men's extra extra large, so it's like really big and baggy. Yeah, so I I added, uh, you know, those sun shirts. Um, I added a sun shirt with a hood that goes uh, underneath the hoodie, just for that little extra. Yeah, you know the shirts that they wear underneath the scrubs. So the long sleeves that's what i wear underneath my yep freaking amazing way to go yep breathable um i imagine that cold wear uh cold weather wear uh has improved a lot you know through the uh decades uh you know it used to be real bulky and heavy and uh they've probably made some major improvements so uh you know um I don't know. I don't know. I I'd 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 be I'd be packing like I'm going to Antarctica. <laughs> you know, that's about how I would be. You know, you see those movies of those scientists with those big old fat, big old fat furry jackets. You can't see who they are because it just looks like, you know, just a big chunk of something walking. That's how I would be. I'd be dressing like that. I, I don't know. That sounds like it's gonna be good. So how long you how long you stay in there, Russ? Uh I don't know, like five days, somewhere. I don't know. Uh, we get there on the 29th, leave out on the 5th, I think. Russ, are your kids going? No. Oh, that'll be a nice vacation for you guys. Yeah, I went paying for seven freaking tickets to Alaska. Sarah, well, I didn't think so, right. but I thought I should ask. I didn't want to be rude and just assume. Sarah, Sarah's going, though, right? Sarah's going. Yeah, yeah, me and yeah. Sarah are going. That'll be a nice vacation for it's, you. Uh, me, it's gonna be me and Sarah and Shane and Lucky, Shelby and uh, her husband Sean and Robert, because he couldn't convince his wife to go deal with all that cold. Yeah. Uh, so her her exact words were, "Isn't it cold in Alaska?" And I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "I'm not going. Let me know when you go somewhere warmer." And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, when you guys were first start talking about this trip and everything, I mean, uh, somebody says something to me, you know, hey, oh, man, you ought to go with us. We're going to go. I go, no. <laughs> Alaska, Alaska at the end of February. No, no, I'm not going. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I agree with your wife, Robert. No. Too cold. 
Uh, it should be a fun trip. Should be a fun trip. Yeah, give me two post- seconds. I gotta grab her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Take your kids. Post pictures. We need everybody yeah, it, to post. It's pictures. gonna be interesting because I'm gonna be the only one that's not tied down to someone. Yeah. Or, you know, it won't be tied to something. It should be pretty cool. Uh, except for the fact that I, it will be uh, me and four couples in the same house because we're all staying at Brett's. Yeah, well, so, you know, got to have those warm that'll be. So you'll Keep be the chef up. and the dishwasher. Since you're the only uh, I'll, I'll wash dishes. I ain't cooking crap. Um, and, uh, hopefully he has a, a tea kettle that'll cook hot water. Um, you can make that'll be the noodles? extent of my... Yeah, that'll be the extent of my cooking. Uh, there's, there's enough people that are... There's enough people that are chefs that I'll have no problem just being support for that. There you well, go. And uh, I imagine, I imagine Sue, Sue and uh, Brett are probably going to do a lot of the cooking there because you, they're going to have you eating salmon, not salmon so much, yeah. but moose and moose, tater tots, tater, tater tots. I mean, you know, they yeah. get, get y'all figured out. No. All the goodies. Yeah. It's not like they don't have a large freezer. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. They just stick it outside on the porch. And there's a freezer. Actually, when they want to defrost stuff, they put it in their freezer. Yeah. That oh, yeah. <laughs> should be a fun trip. I know Shelby's looking forward to it. Then Shelby's, uh, that's going to be Shelby and uh, her husband's uh, wedding anniversary uh, when they go. So that's going to be a fun trip for them. A little wedding anniversary. That'll be, That'll be nice. Yeah. How many years did she say she was married? 18? No, uh, 24. 24. Uh, they've been married as long as Grammy and I have been married. Yeah, 24 years. So that's going to be a good, fun trip for them, yeah. I would have been married 30... six this year. You would have been? Well, if we're going to do would have been's, I would have been married almost uh, 50 years. Wow. <laughs> My parents were married for 64 years, and I kid you not, they never had a fight ever. And I asked my dad when he was in the hospice, I said, can I ask you how you and mom like never fought, never argued about anything, like everything was always calm. And he said, what's there to get mad about? And I'm like, I guess. Yep. Yep. We have, we have two rules and that's, uh, that's never go to bed angry and always kiss me goodnight. Yeah. You know what though? They never raised a voice at one another. The only one that got raised voices was this girl because I was always, I was the only child. So. Trying to blame it on my brother didn't work because I didn't have one then. I didn't have one until I was 53. So did they have times where they walked away from, like, just walked away from each other no. for a couple of days and then came back and talked about no, stuff? never. Okay. Ever. Because that's, that's the closest like the wife and I have gotten. Best friends. They did everything together. When my dad retired, I worried for them because he is not a good person just to sit in a chair and do nothing. And he got involved in the community and he started up um, like at the senior center, he started these card groups and they were playing Euchre and Bid Euchre at night. And 
he did all kinds of stuff. The last year he was alive, he got citizen of the year for our town. And right. we, I just got a letter in the mail that they're naming a building after him that they're redoing. Um, and that's coming up this summer. Like he did a lot, like he volunteered. He ran a dinner um, every Christmas at a hall for our family, all our aunts and uncles and cousins, but he ran it for anyone in town that they could come. And if they didn't have anywhere to go or they didn't have family or whatever, they could come, just let us know. And he'd make sure there was presents for everyone. And Santa would give presents to the kids and everybody would go home with a leftover freezer bag of food because all of the aunts and uncles and cousins would bring all the food. It was potluck for the family. But they did that until his last Christmas. He only lived six days after Christmas, but he still did it his last Christmas. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Honorable citizen. Yeah. Um, they were good people. They're both gone now, but I miss them. But they're, uh, hey, Mom. they were really good. They both hey, volunteered in town a lot. Good. Good people. Good people. Um, uh, I'm just looking at this thing here, and it's uh, it's the. I worst. like vanilla wafers, man. <laughs> are they the ones that are like the vanilla wafers? I don't know what we call them here, but they're like styrofoam almost. They're called. Oh. You put them in banana pudding. Yeah, vanilla wafers, baby. I love them yeah. too. They're crackers uh, if you're cookies or crisps. You put them in. Did you say you put them in banana pudding? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love those. Banana pudding with the whipped cream. You know, yeah, I love banana pudding. Yeah, I do. I, I, I like, yeah, banana Grammy Camp. Wafers are better. Yeah, they're Grammy, the ones I like. Grammy buys a box of wafer, wafer, uh, vanilla wafers. I know she's going to make banana pudding, Russ. And, but she's got to, she's got to hide it. Because if I see that that box of vanilla wafers are there, I'll crack open that box and just sit there and munch on vanilla wafers. So, dude, my wife made some uh, banana pudding for her job. Is what she called it, what they call it. But they have a lady at the office there that's allergic to bananas. I don't know mm -hmm. how in the world you have an allergy to bananas. I don't know but either. She, but she does. And so they can't put any kind of banana flavoring or, like, you know, any bananas in the actual banana pudding. So really uh -huh. it's just vanilla pudding with vanilla wafers and Cool Whip. I'm like, dude, that's not, like, you don't even have banana flavored pudding in it. It's just vanilla pudding, vanilla wafers, cool whip. Sounds like sounds like a good dessert to me. <laughs> no, it sounds, like, it sounds like wafer pudding at that point. Wafer pudding, that's what it is. It's wafer pudding. Yeah. Um, but yeah. with the wafers being vanilla too, it'd be very bland, I would think. Oh heck no! What mm. about vanilla's bland? It's good. Vanilla is an amazing taste. I love it. It is. I don't like just vanilla. I love me some vanilla ice cream. I just, uh, we just finished yes. off some vanilla ice cream. Nothing like a good, what kind of vanilla ice cream do you like, Russ? Do you like, the, uh, what kind of vanilla ice cream? I like Briars, Briars. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant like, do you like French vanilla or, I, I like the regular vanilla with no, the. I don't give a I like, crap. <laughs> oh, this vanilla I, ice cream. <laughs> you know, to be honest, yeah, but, dude, I like. French, French I like, vanilla. I like McDonald's salt serve vanilla ice cream. To be honest, um, I like that ice cream you buy that's got the little vanilla seeds in it. The that's vanilla, vanilla bean. bean. Oh, 
Ooh, yeah, vanilla, vanilla bean. bean. Vanilla, vanilla bean, yeah. yeah that yeah, makes the good. best floats. Oh. More vanilla, more more vanilla taste. More vanilla, yeah. Vanilla, 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 like vanilla. Vanilla, It's got extra vanilla, vanilla-ness in it. Vanilla-ness. <laughs> yeah, nothing like a good vanilla ice cream, man. I tell you what, I saw this thing where I can't remember what they called it, <coughs> but there's this uh, espresso drink that you can get. Uh, you also. Uh, there, this uh, uh, espresso drink you get, and it's made with uh, vanilla ice cream. You, you, you put a, you get a, you get a nice size mug, and you put vanilla ice cream in it in such a way that you uh, have a the center of the mug is open. You know, it, it's uh, all the ice cream is around it. All the ice cream is around it, and on the bottom. And then you take and put a, a uh, an espresso. You pour an espresso in there with it. And the hot espresso starts to melt the ice cream. And then, you know, you get this uh, real frothy vanilla ice cream espresso, uh, kind of like almost milkshake thing in it. Yeah. I've never had one. I heard about it. I was reading about them. And I just went, oh, my God, I need to try to find one of those because my two favorite flavors, <coughs> vanilla and ice and, and uh, coffee. Now, do you, um, yeah, I used to hate uh, coffee-flavored stuff. I used to hate coffee-flavored ice cream, but yeah, they I got understand. that down to a silence now. What's that, Russ? Uh, said that makes orange sprinkles with vanilla. I was reading it. Oh, yeah, orange sprinkles with vanilla. You know, I orange like that cream. vanilla with <laughs> – I like that vanilla that's mixed with um, like an orange sherbet. Those little ice cream cones, or not cones, but those the creamsicles, popsicles, creamsicles, yeah, yeah. So Wendy's March thirteenth, Wendy's is replacing the vanilla frosty with the orange creamsicle. Well, we have that all year round here in Canada. What the orange frosty at Wendy's? Oh, yeah, the, well, yeah, well, we change things. Yeah, right. yeah, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Well. I, I even heard this, like, I don't know if somebody else talked about it on another podcast, um, that apparently Wendy's is too cheap to to give their stores a third Frosty flavor machine. We have chocolate, vanilla, or creamsicle, and they have a mocha here. They make a good, uh, they make a good strawberry flavored the one. Strawberry one's good. Uh, whenever they have that. Yeah, whenever that, that, I wish they'd have that year round. And their strawberry <clears throat> lemonade here is amazing. Yeah, strawberry marinade uh, lemonade's good. That's a good drink. But you got to be in Canada to get it. You know, it. Give us yeah. a break. You have all the cool restaurants. We only just got a Denny's for crying out loud. Oh, man, you guys are breaking breaking into the 22nd century. Look at us go. We're, yeah, we're at late. Denny's is not a cool restaurant. <laughs> I know. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> Was she really, Russ? Was she really? Was she really yes, she really man. was. Don't you start on me, people. Yeah. Was she really? Look at. Sounded to me yeah, like you were awesome. really excited for it. No, right. it's all pre-made crap. This is like the third time on your show I've heard about Denny's. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm she saying it's the only restaurant we have. We don't have In-N-Out. We don't have Chick-fil-A. We don't have any of that. In and out's really not all that good. Wendy's is better. 
Uh, Chick-fil-A is not that bad. I don't like Wendy's, except for their Frosties. I don't like their burgers. I like their salads. It's funny that it's funny to me that you count those as restaurants. <laughs> I don't even count those as restaurants. Well, that's what the categorized out here. What am I supposed to do? I live here. I didn't make up the words. I was born with them. Told what to say. But you've seen America. I would have moved. <laughs> hey, Russ, bite me. Jeez. Yes, we have Taco Bell here. Taco Bell is the bomb. Not a restaurant. <clears throat> no, I'm answering in the chat. Do you have tacos? And I said, yes, we have Taco Bell. Yeah, are they really? They're moving to Canada. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Those but it is Taco tacos. Bell. I mean, how, how real. Uh, how how real taco? I mean, are they really tacos? They're Taco Bell tacos. I mean, come they're on. They're not real tacos. It's not they, even real meat, but it's they, still good. They got, they got yeah, mystery it's meat. No, it's definitely real meat. The USDA approved grade A ground beef. The FDA, no, we have authentic Mexican restaurants here too. Yeah, they, I'm just saying that the FDA makes sure it's 100% ground beef that goes into all those tacos. It's on a tortilla shell, whether it's hard or crunchy. It has lettuce, it has tomatoes, it has sour cream. You can get the guacamole. It's a freaking oh, taco, man. Do they have tomatoes? I don't. They don't have tomatoes in. Yeah, they do. If you get a, if you get a super taco. Oh, you gotta do. get a super taco. I see. Super taco. No, I'm just saying, it, it's his ta it's his taco is a Mexican restaurant, man. I hate people that say that taco. I get the Mexican nice. pizza every time I'm there. It's pretty much all I get. <clears throat> it's definitely Mexican food, man. It's just, it's just. Monica, just we have um. Wait, 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 hold, hold on a second, hold on a second. Monica, is Taco Bell really Mexican food? That's like saying the McDonald's ain't really American food because it's fast. That's all it is. It's just fast Mexican food. You can yeah, get all, this, they, all the ingredients you go to your little Mexican restaurant and get. It has been my experience. It has been my experience that, you know, when we here in America say something's a, say something's an enchilada or a tamale or something like that. But when you get it made by a real Mexican, you'd be surprised how different they are. Yeah, we have two authentic Mexican my best friends. My best friend's and, wife's Mexican. And both families came right from Mexico. They moved here like five years ago, and they're amazing restaurants. She could have been, she could have been polluted by the American taco. <laughs> no, not at all, dude. She cooks Mexican. Mexican. But, uh... Yeah, it's all it's all there. Right. Taco Bell, man. It's just it's made in a fast, productive way that you can serve in and out quickly. Yes, man. <laughs> Brian says now he wants some Mexican food with some fried ice cream. Paul says you're right. Paul says no. His wife cooks traditional. Nothing like good old traditional food. So does she take her tacos when she making tacos? Does she take the little taco, put it in the uh, Put it in the grease to cook it, and then fold it over while she's got it in the uh, in the grease. That's how my that's how my kids' mom used to make tacos. She'd take that little corn tortilla, put it in the grease, and then and then she'd uh, fold it fold it while it's cooking. Uh, that's how she got her taco shells. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, how mm, else would mm, you get a taco shell? <laughs> uh, you buy them already made. You buy them already made. No, I'm somebody talking about had to do fresh that. Somebody food. had to do that process somewhere, right? 
Yeah, now they got machines now. Everything's made with a machine. It's just, it's a mold. It's all a mold. I mean, you know. And that's amazing the things that they, you know, I see how these, uh, I see how things are made. You know, I see how the chips are made. I see how taco, taco shells. I see all this stuff that how it's made, you know, and the processing plants and all this and that. And it's not that I'm amazed at, like, I'm not amazed at the uh, taco shells, you know, or the mass-produced tortillas and that kind of stuff. But what amazes me is who thought up those machines? Right. Who who thought up those machines to do all that stuff? That's amazing. Um uh, she said, well, I was uh, growing up, man, in high school and stuff, dude. My yeah. best friend, his mom wasn't Mexican, but that's all she dated was Mexican dudes. She says all she had in the house was Mexican food all the time. Uh-huh. And we made quesadillas out of everything, ham and cheese. You'd make chili and hot dogs in the uh-huh. quesadillas. You'd make spam and mac and cheese quesadillas. Like, Well, and you know what? Uh, my, my father-in-law, uh, he used to say, Cause I asked him once. I went, "Hey, hey, Pete, what's the what's the difference between you know what's a you know what what's a taco? I mean, what's a taco?" He goes, "Anything you can put in a anything you can put in a tortilla is a taco." I go, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, it's just a, it's a, what we call you guys call them sandwiches. We call them tacos." He goes, "You take a tortilla, you put whatever you want in it, you know, like that macaroni and cheese and some spam, wrap it, you got a taco." Because he yeah, called everything good. a taco. Yeah. Oh. I, I eat everything in a in a tortilla, Russ. I mean, I love it. I love it. You just take whatever leftovers you got, throw it on a tortilla, wrap it, yeah. eat it. Oh, that's some good stuff right there. Tick says that she has perros calentes uh, street hot dogs. Those are probably pretty good. That's oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. She says tacos del uh, can, canasta. Tacos, tacos del canasta are familiar. Are, some, are smaller. Are smaller. I'm sorry. Are smaller. Yeah, I uh, I see. I remember when Taco Bell, uh, when I was in high school, I don't think talk. I think Taco Bell was already around. But I remember when we first got our talk, our first Taco Bell in around the Tucson area. Man, we used to hang out there, and I tell you, the food back, the food back then at Taco Bell was a lot better than the food at Taco Bell now. Yeah, there's a big difference between what was going on in the '90s and what's going on now. No, I'm not yeah, talking. There's a big difference in their tacos. I'm not talking. Watch out, talking crap about Taco Bell because in I'm the talking future, the 60s. I'm talking, Robert. You, I'm talking 60s at Taco Bell. I'm telling you, in the future, uh, man. Uh huh. Every restaurant's going. All be restaurants will Taco Bell. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting my own glow wand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I look forward to the seashells. <laughs> the seashells. I yeah. have no. I have no clue. You don't know how to use the sea. Russ, he doesn't know how to use the seashells. I have no clue what you guys are talking about. I have no clue. Demolition Man. Sylvester Stallone, Sandra Bullock, Wesley Snipes. Oh man, it's been it's been like so many decades. Every every restaurant every restaurant in the future is Taco Bell, man. Is it? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, tonight we dine at Taco Bell. I need to watch that movie again. You know, from what I remember, that was a good movie. That was a, it was, good movie. It was a really good movie. He went to the bathroom and he had to take a crap, and there's only three shells back there and no toilet paper. <laughs> He's like, What's up with the three shells, man? How you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I need to watch that again. I need to and look they, it up. They never explain it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but they leave it to your, they, they leave it for your imagination. You know what yeah. was being used. You know what them shells were being used for. Yeah. Well, um, 
I, I guess, like Sylvester Stallone's character decided in, in lieu of toilet paper, the, those little machines that spit out those tickets when you when you say some very naughty words. Oh, yeah. Or, like, they wanted to, Sandra Bullock's like, let's make love. And then they put on the mind little scintillators, whatever they called them. Yeah. They just, they, just go, go, they just put on headbands and sit on the couch together. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, Kevin. Good to see you, Kevin. Uh, Jeremy. Good to see you, Jeremy. And I didn't. I never did say good morning to uh, Monica. Hola, Monica. Uh, it's good seeing you guys come in. Uh, hey, I, I don't know if you noticed it, but uh, me and uh, Jeremy Cummings got together yesterday. Jeremy uh, got together with me, and we had a little. Uh, we had a little chit chat. We had a little two hour chit chat, and uh, Jeremy posted it as a as a pre recorded podcast, and you can find it. You can find it at uh, Cummings's Culture. Download it and listen to uh, listen to uh, Jeremy uh, and the old man talk. We talked about this, talked about that. We just had a good time. It was uh, two old friends sitting around talking. That's what it was like. And uh, we had a good time. It's a fun, fun two hours to listen to. Uh, yeah, Jeremy and the old man. Good time. Cummings yeah, is called. I, I did know that, Cummings. I did know that. But that did, that did actually make them competitive, right? Because they bought KFC Taco Bell. And Pizza Hut. They also own a uh, church's chicken. Not, not and, KFC. Uh, they don't own KFC. Yeah, they own, yeah, yeah, they own KFC. They don't they own churches. KFC. They they recently bought it. Set us straight, Eric. <laughs> Long John Silver's is an, is another one the Yum Corporation owns too. Yeah, and A and W. Restaurants. Don't Long see those either. You don't see that there. Long John Silver's. That's a that was a good little restaurant when it was uh, first around. Yeah, Long John Silver's. Mm-hmm. They had some good chowder there, man. Good clam chowder. And uh, we used to go there and get their fish and their chowder, fish and chips. Yeah, Long John Silver's. I think there's one. There's one here in the Pacific Northwest now. I don't know. Grammy tells me it's in uh, it's in uh, Portland. I'm not sure. I don't know. I need to find it. But, uh, uh, oh, what? Chuck says they have Taco Bell and Long John's dual restaurants. There you go. That's interesting. Uh, Arthur yeah. Teachers. I remember teachers. I remember that name, Kevin. I remember that name, Arthur Teachers. I remember that name. Uh, treachers or something. Yeah, it's something, but a treachery. <laughs> but I do remember that. I, can you, can you, uh, can you fill us in a little bit on what that was, Kevin? You can call in if you want. Typing sucks. Call in, Kevin. Oh, you might be at work. Uh, but wasn't that a restaurant? That was a restaurant, wasn't it? Kevin's calling in. He's going to tell us about it. Uh, let's see. Kevin, how are you this morning, man? Good, good. Still suffering a little bit from this uh, head cold, so I haven't been on for a while. Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah, Arthur Treacher's was a um, uh, kind of like a Long John Silver's fish place, stuff like that uh, with hush puppies. Uh, yeah, you know, all the all the good stuff. But it was really good. I thought it was better than the chains that are there right now, um, uh-huh. just because there wasn't all that grease in the food that you seem to get with some of the fish now. But yeah, yeah it's been a long time ago. Yeah, I love a good fish place. Uh, you know, 
uh, and I miss I miss those I miss places like that. And now that you mentioned it, I do remember those restaurants. I <clears throat> I do remember us having those in Tucson. <clears throat> uh, we'd go there, and uh, my mom would take us to there and go get the fish and chips and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think there's one left, and it's uh, it's actually here in Ohio, somewhere up near Cleveland. Really? Yep, that's it. I don't I don't know what happened to that chain, but uh, one left. Uh, Jeremy's saying he's asking if I remember Ponderosa. Uh, I do not, Jeremy. I do not remember Ponderosa. Uh, yeah, but what's happened to all those little restaurants? I mean, those were those were like those were like good places to eat. I mean, they they were fun. I mean, I liked them when they first started. You know, when they first started. Oh, so you remember Ponderosas, Kevin? Oh yeah, sure do. Those were awesome. uh, someone said my mic was low. Sorry, I'm trying to. I don't, I'm in yeah, yeah, untreated room. You can probably yeah, yeah, hear the echo good, really yeah. bad. <coughs> you're good. What was Ponderosa? What was it? I mean, was it a just oh, a family a uh, style? It's like a blue collar oh, buffet, man. Steaks right on the open flame. Walk around this big buffet, get just about anything that you could imagine. Some sweet potatoes. It's like a golden corral. Myself hungry. Yeah, like a smaller like, version of it. Man, I love a good buffet. And they, they seem like they're disappearing. Uh, I think that's yeah. thanks to COVID. COVID, you know, this whole COVID scare thing. Uh, the buffets went went down the tube. But uh, I love it. We, we had a Ponderosa here in town, but it was a country western bar where you went to go get your real redneck on. <laughs> country western bar. Yeah, it really uh, was. It was totally different. You know, um, most uh, we had a country, we had an uh, old country buffet here too, uh, Brian. But their food was really kind of bland. Old country buffet, you had to really salt and pepper up your food when you got there. But now, Golden Corral, yeah, I mean, it must have you know, all been made with vanilla. <laughs> made with vanilla, but Golden Corral, I like their their food is good. I mean, you don't, I don't use a lot of, I don't put a seasoning on that stuff. Uh, Monica says we also have Anthony's Fish Grotto. Mm, Where is that? Sounds good. Where is that, Monica? Is that uh, where? Where is that? Is that Sandy? Not San Diego. Is Uh it San Diego? Oh, yeah, San Diego. La Mesa, La Mesa, El San Diego. That sounds good. Anthony's Fish Grotto. You couldn't just say it's in San Diego, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, making my mind go twisted trying to read Spanish. No, 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 no. I don't want Monica to change. I want her to keep talking like that. I like her, I like her throwing her little Spanish in there. Uh, J- Jeremy says, I'm going to a place this weekend in Pigeon, For- Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, where you catch your own salmon and they cook it. Really? I'm more impressed with the name of the place, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. You never been to Pigeon Forge? That's where Dollywood's at, bro. Is it? No, I did I did not know. I did not know that. No. Yeah, huge to, yeah, huge tourist spot, man. Huge. Yeah. Huh. That's just a from, unique from, name. From my like mountain from my mountain house, it's about two hours from Pigeon Forge. Really? But uh yeah, Dollywood's up there and Ghost Town and yeah, right down the road to Maggie Valley and all that stuff. Yep. That Good just sounds like 
This sounds like a fun place to go and spend about a month just running around and seeing all that cool stuff. You know, you can you can come up to my mountain house, man, and uh, go fishing in our creeks and get some salmon. And uh, but uh, no, no, I couldn't. No, no, I yeah, couldn't. But, but you gotta cook it yourself. I could stand there all day and not catch <laughs> one fish. <laughs> fish don't like me. <laughs> I got a curse on me in fishing. I cannot. I've I have never ever <clears throat> caught a fish. I think I caught a fish when I was a little boy going out with my grandpa. I caught one. But I don't think I've ever caught any fish. I mean, I can stand there. Russ, you and I could go fishing. And we could be like, you know, we could be a little bit apart from each other, you know, like 10, 15 yards apart from each other. And you're casting, I'm casting. You're catching all kinds of fish. And I'm not getting anything. I'm not even getting nibbles. And then so you can go, well, let's switch spots. So we'll switch spots. And now you're still catching fish and I'm still not getting a nibble. I just, there's something about that. I don't, I don't know. They just, I cannot catch a fish. I told that to a friend of mine. And here, here in the Pacific Northwest, you go to the Clackamas I River. I don't like, I don't, I don't think people should fish in the Willamette, uh, but they go to the Clackamas River and, uh, <clears throat> and they catch and they catch this, um, uh, what's that fish that's always running in the rivers? It runs, it's got thousands and thousands of them. Um, gosh dang, I can't it's remember. Coho it starts with an egg. Coho. No, not a salmon, not a salmon. It's a small, a smaller fish like a trout. Uh, starts with an S. I can't remember. Shad, shad. They, they, it's a shad. They go out in the cat, and he goes, yeah, If you can't you. cast shad, you might as well just go home. <clears throat> I'm here to tell you. He goes, I'm taking you out. With me. <laughs> I'm taking you out with me. We're gonna go catching shad. We're gonna go catch shad. And he said the same thing. If you can't catch, if you can't catch shad, you you know there's something wrong with you. And so we go out there and we're throwing out the lines with the multiple hooks on them, you know. And we're out there. There's it's like a parking lot for boats. The river. There's boats everywhere, and everybody is hauling in shad like crazy, except us. We're not catching anything. The shad is so thick in the river, they actually will jump in your boat. We're not getting any fish. And he looks at me, and he goes, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. We went to the shore, and he goes, well, uh, I ain't never taking you fishing with me again. <laughs> because we didn't catch nothing. No nibbles, no nothing. I don't know. I don't know. He says they must smell you. They must smell you and know that uh, they, you know they're messing with you, man. They are messing with you. But that's how it is, bro. That's how it was, Robert. I didn't catch any shad. Can't catch nothing. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would do a kind of unbelievable because it's almost impossible I, to not catch them. You could put your net out there and catch them without a fishing. You know, you just put your net out there and catch three or four of them. I know. Yeah. I know. But I swear huh. I couldn't catch. I didn't catch any. Didn't catch any, and neither did he. Our, it's like our boat was our boat had a curse on it. No fish, no shad. And um, what was it? I'd go to a. We went to a fish farm. We went to a fish farm, and you know uh, they got all this, all this trout in this fish farm in the the, the one out in Sandy. I don't remember where it was, but you know you look in there. I mean, there is just like billions of fish in this thing. You throw a yep. hook. Throw a hook in there, pull out a fish. Hook, fish, hook, fish, hook, fish. Never got a fish. I don't know. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That, that farm, you can put anything on your on your hook. 
I mean, it could be hot dog and they'll still bite at it. <laughs> I know. I'm Jeremy, uh, Jeremy said you ever seen jug fishing. Yeah, we've done that around here. Dude, we've set rubber tires out in the middle of the river to get catch fishing. Man. We do it all. We do it all down here. I, I bet you, I bet you I could go out there and try noodling. I, I bet you I could go out there and try to catch fish like that by uh, catfish by hand. You know how you right. reach in and you grab. I bet you I could try that, and I, I would. They, they would just. I would never even. They would just swim around me. They they wouldn't even let me care. Catch yeah, yeah, you don't you don't do noodling around here, man. You mess up and reach in and grab a water moccasin. Oh, oh that would be no fun. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were going to say the catfish are so Welcome big they one. catch you. They catch you in there. Uh, uh, did you get up around the Fort Mill Dam around here, dude? You get catfish about the size of Volkswagens, little Volkswagen Beetles. Yep. They get huge. <clears throat> I have heard. Huge. I have heard. It. It's just like sturgeon here in uh, the Pacific Northwest. We get sturgeon. It, it's almost like a great white, great white shark swimming around. I mean, we get some huge. Yeah, and the, the first time you catch one, it'll freak you out. It absolutely freaks you out if you don't know what you got on, and you pull uh -huh. that thing up with those spines. Yeah. And it looks at you with that weird looking nose. Like you're used to catching salmon and trout uh -huh. and all of a sudden you got that prehistoric thing on your line. Yeah. It is freaky. The first time you pull one up, it's almost yeah. like all of a sudden you think you're in a horror movie. Yep. Yeah. That's way gar. You catch a gar. Yeah. I've heard that about gar. Your, yeah. You just cut your line. You don't even try to really just catch your line. Well, gar, gar will shred you if you're not careful. Uh, gar the, will shred you if you are careful. <laughs> well, the sturgeon won't. Sturgeon right, won't. Right, right. They're a bottom feeder, but well, they now, just they just look weird. Well, now catfish will rip you up too, won't they? I mean, they got those. Don't they have some kind yeah. of spine? They yeah, they got the one spine. Yeah, yeah. If you're careful about it, it, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, you always gotta make sure you run your hand from the head down to the tail when you're holding it. Yep. Don't ever. <laughs> Miss Dixie says she caught an alligator gar once. I've seen pictures of those, and she said it freaked her out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's when you just cut your line. Yep. Man, yep. oh, man, oh, man. Uh, Jeremy says I caught a bass one time that had a snake in its mouth. I believe that. Yep. I believe that. Yeah. I got a great bass fishing spot about uh, – it's – you know where Biggs is, right, old man? Yeah. Um, so between Biggs and Rufus, there's a set of islands. You go to the westmost island uh -huh. and uh, fish to the west of that, and it's, that's just a giant bass area. That whole, like, you can walk out. There's a spot that doesn't get any more than waist deep, mm -hmm. and it's about the size of a large Walmart. And you can see the little divots in the, divots in the gravel. Uh -huh. You just walk around them. Like, you can walk 100 yards out into the river. And, and fish for bass. And they're, they're massive out there. You do it in the summertime, rattle trap or any kind of any kind of thing. Uh, just a cast and pull, and yeah, you'll they're, they're everywhere. I got Best a fish bass fishing I've ever found. I got a fishing story for you. There's this guy. He's standing on the shoreline, and he's got this bucket full of fish. And the game warden comes up and goes, "Hey, uh, you got a that's a nice uh, bucket of fish you got there." He goes, yes, sir. Yes, it is. He goes, what are you doing with them? He goes, well, these are my these are my pets. These are my pets, and I uh, 
I bring him here to the lake every now and then, and I just uh, let him go in the water and, uh, you know, let him go swimming around. And then, uh, you know, and then I just whistle. And believe it or not, they all come back. He goes, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, so you're not catching these? I go, no, no, no. I brought these from home. These are my pets. He goes, huh? He goes, well, let, let me see. Let me see. Uh, let, let me see you do that. And he goes, all right. And he takes it. He dumps the fish in there. And uh, the fish swim out. And then he goes, all right. He goes at the game warden. All right. Well, I'll see you later. And he goes, hey, wait a minute. What about those fish? And the guy goes, what fish? Oh, come on. You know that was funny, people. Come on. A little fishing story. Come on. Come on. Come on. I didn't even get a laugh from Russ or anybody. Kevin, no laugh. Man. <laughs> Thanks, Monica. Thanks, Jeremy. Got some laughs in the chat. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, I do have a serious question for you, though. If you're fishing, and I, I'm not a fisherman, I've never bought fishing licenses and that kind of stuff. So, but when you're fishing and you're a catch and release type of guy, you know, you don't cat, you don't keep them, you catch and release, catch and release. Why do you still need a fish? Why do you need a fishing license if you're not keeping the fish? You, you have to still have to fish. Yeah, it's, it's because you, it's the license to actually put your reel in the water. That's what you're buying the license for, is for the ability to throw throw something out into the water. It doesn't matter whether you keep it or not. Huh. Yeah. Jeremy says, because the government. Yeah, that's why. Uh, Monica says, there is no license here in Mexico. Yeah, and that's what gets, uh, that's what gets people, uh, Mexicans, in trouble around, around the Gulf states and that, uh, because uh, they, they get caught not having a license because and like in texas and that and they're across the the country the they're across the line and they get in trouble i saw that on a uh on a show i saw that on a show where the uh fishing game people are out there and they got some they go you got a you got a license they go no no license no license and he goes you do it you have to have one here in america now if you're standing way over there you don't but over here you do and i thought wow wow yeah uh, Kevin says we can't do anything without government permission. That's right, Kevin. Yay, freedom! Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. Uh, that'd be something. That'd be something you talk about with Russ. Yeah, that's one of Amber May's topics. Amber May's topics. Oh yeah, she'll be fired up about that. <clears throat> yeah, I know it's funny because there used to be a time when that's all how we ate. That's how the the, the common folk in America ate. They caught fish, went out and hunted, got their own stuff. When did they decide they had to start putting a license or, a, you know, you had to start getting a license to do all that stuff? Yeah, because uh, that's just crazy. Until overfishing, eh, I guess maybe you're right, Chuck. Overhunting. I know they did a thing in West, it was either West Virginia or Virginia when I was a kid growing up. They had a thing where you couldn't hunt whitetail anymore. They put a real strict restriction on whitetail. You had to jump through hoops to get a whitetail deer permit because they they said that they had out uh, they had overhunted the whitetail deer. They were getting really sparse and far and few between, so they let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And the next thing you know, they got more whitetail deer than they know what to do with, and now they're begging people to go out and hunt them. Because they're so just you, the popular. You know, the thing about 
overfishing chuck is uh, that didn't become a problem until it became a sport and it wasn't able to become a sport until we had food available in markets yeah so that's when fishing went from being a like a way of life to a pastime of leisure you know mm. and that's when overfishing started but if everybody's just used fishing for eating and you didn't have a way to go out to a market and get your food hey jay baby you had plenty of fish for everybody hey jay baby probably sounds like the same thing it probably that same kind of thing probably happened with the regular hunting you know yeah. i mean you know yeah they want you to go get your food at the grocery store uh, I was talking, I saw this one thing and the, the girl was, uh, there was this guy, he had these, uh, uh, immigrants working for him and doing some landscaping work. And, uh, this lady in the neighborhood that his crew was working, <clears throat> uh, said, Hey, excuse me, excuse me, but your guys are, your guys are eating the apples off my tree. And he goes, and he looked and he saw that they were, they're eating the apples off his, off her tree. And he goes, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They should at least ask before they start eating them. And she goes, oh, no, 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 that's all right. That's all right. But they can't eat those apples. And he goes, well, why can't they eat those apples? Well, because those apples aren't good. They're, they're bad. They're, they're not good for you. They're bad apples. He goes, why are they bad apples? They're, they're apples and they're on an apple tree. She goes, because you can't eat fruit off a tree like that. You got to get all your fruit from a store. And he just stared at her. It was like, excuse me? This lady didn't realize that you could eat, that you the fruit we eat came off trees. She thought it was just store-bought stuff. And, you know, we have a lot of people like that. A lot of people now, they don't, they, they can't believe that, you know, well, you ask him where where do you where does hamburger come from? The meat the meat department at Safeway. Yeah, I was you gonna know, say that there's uh there's kids out there that think that meat comes from the store, that milk comes from the store, eggs yeah. come from the store. You know, they they just don't understand. I got a story about uh, a buddy of mine was he picked up his uh, his neighbor and they were running somewhere and the. The neighbor's kids in the back seat and he keeps looking and the kids like looking around like frantically like trying to figure out what's going on it's the middle of summer and uh it was uh terry can you roll the window down and he goes no it's, it's right there the lever's right there and the kid's just looking around and goes where I, I i don't see the button he goes it's not a button you have to physically grab that handle and turn it in circles and the window will come down. The kid had never seen a manual window. Never knew how to crank a window down. Yeah, not a, not a clue, you know, and that's, kids these days just don't know, you know, you like whether they just don't. No, and it's funny you say that because even now being the old guy I am, you know, uh, when I'd have my grandkids in the car or something and we're driving, I'd always say, hey, crank that window down and there's no crank. You know, they hit the button and put it down, but I still call it yep. cranking the window down. Crank that cranking window. the window down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It's like that. Heaven forbid that they have to, they do away with all the power stuff in cars and you have to go back and drive like you drove, uh, you know, like that uh, 62 Corvair. You know, you have to drive something like, that. <laughs> you know, through the power, uh, no power steering, no power windows, you know, uh, 
you don't have a power you don't you the to put the top down if it's a convertible you had to do it by hand you know yeah. Uh, power shift board. yeah i don't know yeah we have definitely been uh, definitely been spoiled uh jeremy says my daughter doesn't know what a commercial is this generation and calls them ads uh she doesn't know what a commercial is this generation calls them ads yeah advertisements yeah yeah hey old man what you have to go to the doctors oh okay i'll be back uh, i'll be at my show later uh, we'll take careful. us with you we'll call it content <laughs> that'd be fun hey we'll say you're on you're on special announcement go there go to you're on special assignment Go to the doctor's office and then call in and say, okay, I'm at the doctor's. I'm, I'm willing to do that. That's not I'm a problem. And in. you know what? My doctor is so cool. She's from West Virginia. She just moved here. She is so freaking cool. But I can't understand her half the time because of her accent. Say, well, then she English? should come in and talk. All right. She's got a really sick West Virginia accent. Well, Russ could understand her. Have her. I know. In. So that's what I said. I'll call, call in, in, and, in Russ, and Russ, and Russ can, can just, you know, just like what she's he saying. He can translate. He can translate for yeah. you. There you go. I can do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you be careful out there, and we'll see you later. I'm allowed uh, to drive. That's a great thing. It's been a while. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm on the move. I'm allowed to leave the house. Now I'm scared. All right. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you go there and you call in, and then we'll just say, "Hey, I you want to say hi to the receptionist?" Hey, you're live on the old man's podcast. Say hi to everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Be yeah, careful bye, out there. See you at three. <laughs> See you. See you later, Gator. <laughs> we did that. We did that with. Uh, did we do that with Homeboy Eric? Homeboy was in his. Uh, he was in the shop and he was in the break room. Right. <clears throat> he was in the break room and he was listening to the show and he's talking. He's talking like this. Well, I can't talk really loud because, you know, I'm in the break room and this place is full of all my coworkers and that. And we go, oh, come on. Just tell everybody to say hi to the old man. And he and they did. He says, hey, everybody, the old man wants you to say hi to him. And everybody, he must have had like 20, 30 people in that room all yelling hi, old man, in there. It was fun. Good. It was fun. It was cool. Right. Yeah. So, uh, by all means, go on special assignments, go to your school, go to your work, <clears throat> and let us talk to your workers and your co-workers. Have them, you know, you can call in and have them all say hi and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh, I think I, I think we did that with Asha. We did that with Asha. He was at a pub. Yeah. And we, we tried to have him get the, uh, the, you know, the bartender to say hi. And I can't remember if she did. I think she did. I think she did. Oh, oh, man. You know, I think she did say hi to us. But, yeah, we're always trying to get somebody. So if you're out and about running around and you're listening to the Old Man's Podcast and earbuds, by all means, call in and let's see if we can get people to talk to us. That's the challenge. That'd be fun. I'm always answering the phone, right, Eric? I'm always answering the phone. And uh, taking these calls that come in, and as soon as I say hi, you've got the old man's podcast, right. and your voice is live, and then it's like, yeah, when, beep, when the solicitor calls, that they, they don't want to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why nobody wants to call and talk to us. They need to call. Hey, there's Amber. Amber May. Amber, how hey, are you? Hey guys, what's going on? I had to come home and clean up after the dog. 
dropped uh -oh. it. Oh, it was so nasty. Not only no. in the living room, the the, uh, the hallway is so gross. What did it do? What did both? Was it... it did both. No. So gross. It was like a double barrel, huh? A double it barrel. Was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for you. I'm. I. I feel sorry for me too, because. Uh, that I have messy is the kids, thing. and I have a dog that's messy, and there's only one of me. Well, good thing I wasn't there with you, Amber, because then uh, you'd have been cleaning up after me, too, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't feel sorry for you, because I came home and did the same thing. Oh, what's going on? Well, I feel sorry for you. Well, what, what's going on is I own a dog. Yeah. You went home and did a double barrel in your hallway. Now I have to clean. No, I cleaned up. Uh, yep. uh, that's uh, Paul says. That's why my dogs are housebroken. They don't come in anymore. Yeah, I I would not have a. Yeah, that's my dog's a senior, and I don't know if he's doing it because he's not getting attention anymore because our older dog died, or uh -huh. if he just can't hold it anymore. I'm not sure. I or mean, he's going through I, some kind of emotional stress or something, maybe, huh? Well, maybe. Lost, maybe I, I know it was starter. really bad at first. He was very depressed at first, but it's been several months now. So, uh, But my kid's bathroom's so gross. So if you hear me, it's me cleaning the kid's bathroom. So oh, nasty. I am so glad you're sharing all this with us, Amber. See, you're that welcome. Just, that just this makes is behind the, show. the scenes of the life of Amber May. It's not always We're, glamorous. And the old man's podcast is a, is a reality. This is a reality broadcast. Yeah, That's why we're live. Day. How do we know you're live? Because Amber May's in her bathroom cleaning up all the dog yuck that's sitting around. Yeah, and the kids, and yeah. I can't I believe how many places he went in the house. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I was going to pop laugh. on the show a lot earlier than this, uh, but... I shouldn't laugh. Uh, I mean, I, it's five o'clock somewhere, so I might just open I, a beer or something after. I that. would. I would. <laughs> it's nasty. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. I know. One of the worst things. I Because, see, when I was a kid and we were growing up all through school, and we had pets. We had pets. We had dogs, you know, cats running around. And the one thing that would get us all scrambling for no matter where we were in the house is when we heard a cat go, Man, we are running oh, and grabbing, yeah. grabbing, grabbing pet pets and throwing oh, them outside. Yeah. We did not want yeah, to. It's clean five o'clock in French. Yeah, it, I, that's it. I'm claiming it. I'm I'm sorry, but that's the reality of today. I'm uh, going to be on Ride Time Radio today too. And yeah, what time is that? What time is three it? Three hours, I think. Three, like. At, at, at 7.45 his time, 12.45 my time, which is mountain time. Yeah. Uh, members of the, the old man's uh, show who are listening, uh, don't drink and drive time. That's just not a good idea. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, Daddy Hoff, good to see you. That's good. I like it. Um, I'm sorry I, met, I missed Brent's show yesterday, but after I was on a little bit on scooter show and then i was wiped out i had a long day yesterday too i didn't have any brain capacity to talk anymore well that's what happens when you live uh you know you live in uh in uh, the pod beam world where you're on everybody's show you know oh god you're playing, the, such good you're playing the circuit you're playing the circuit you're doing the circuit i have such good news old man i'm so excited 
I'm so excited. I worked so hard. I had, I asked my state legislature, I worked with him on four bills um, prior to the session that we're currently in. Yeah. And two of my bills are in committee. One got killed, um, but we have a sister bill and then a, someone else wrote a similar bill. So great minds think alike. So that's okay. So the sister bill's still alive. And then my, my state rep, he had so many bills that he wrote. He lost track of my ivermectin bill, which is not that big of a deal, but I wanted over, I, ivermectin to be OTC over the counter like it is in Tennessee. And that he just lost that one. But the other two that are the most important that pertain to children, they pass, they're in, they pass committee. So they go on to the rules committee. And then if they pass rules committee, they go on to the house floor. If they pass house floor, they go to the Senate committees and so on and so forth. Sounds like a long road ahead. Oh, it's a very long road, but we got <clears throat> past the first hurdle. It's super long. Like people don't know how long it is to make a bill of law. Oh, I do. I do because I listen to uh, I listen to that uh, schoolhouse that rock. rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, I'm just a boo. Yeah, I'm only a boo. On Capitol Hill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Yep. Are you already drunk or something? I mean, what, I need to be drunk already. I mean, you were you were just in a minute ago. You were just so down in the dumps. I I'm you're, just you're I'm just up. over I like it. it. I'm, I'm over cleaning up urine and feces. Like I'm, that's I'm, nasty. I I know I'm a mom, but I don't like doing that part of my job. <laughs> Hey, well, why don't we throw some vomit in there on top of it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, why not? I mean, I need it today. A little vomit, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's all good. Is... My life is so glamorous all the time. The so dog should go for a, trive a trifecta. We should. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, I'll double drink at that point. And then, <laughs> and then Adam from drive time, like, what the hell? I remember, like, what are you telling us? Sorry. Hey, don't, don't, is your yard, is your yard um, uh, fenced in or anything like that? You don't uh, have a... in my backyard is. I threw that dog outside. I'm like, oh hell no! Why You're not you... doing that to me and Why not getting leave... punished? So I threw him out back, and he has a doggy door. Why don't you? And oh. the little bugger got in through the doggy oh. door. Like oh. that boy can go pee and poop outside through the doggy door. But does he do that? No, he waits to piss me off and does it in the house. <laughs> okay, Monica, we look forward to having you come back. So yeah, that's funny. He doesn't. He doesn't go outside. He goes. I ain't gonna go poop out there where yeah. I play. I'm gonna I'm make worried. my mother mad at me, and he does a good job. <laughs> oh man, man. Yeah. Uh, and then my kids' bathroom's so gross. Like, how do you have gross kids doing gross stuff in the bathroom? Like, my bathroom needs to be clean too. And we had piles of dishes in the sink. And you know, we had I no love clean her. spoons yesterday. I love her I in the soup. spray bottle in the background. I love. I, I made soup to Scott last night, and no one could eat it because we didn't have spoons. I had to bust out plastic spoons. I was too tired. <laughs> We ate dinner at 7 o'clock last night. I was too tired to clean a single dish. So you know what I did? No one turned the dishwasher on since Sunday. I turned the dishwasher on, and I got a load of right, dishes. Kevin, so this right? morning, we had spoons to use. This is real life with Amber May. 
Yeah. See why I'm busting open a beer today? At, uh, uh, well, we haven't heard the top. We haven't heard. I, I, it's coming after I clean this stinking. We haven't heard room. it. Well, no, you should be. You should pop it and uh, drink while you're cleaning. So pop you it up again. So we can hear that. Yeah. Pow, yeah. 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 I love those background sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Clean it, man. I you think were... I have another round. <laughs> what were you? What are you cleaning? What What are you using for a cleaner? Oh, I use like um, Young Living's cleaning stuff because it's natural. Why don't you use vinegar? I think kids, kids old enough to clean their own bathroom. No, they are. And I normally make them, but I've just had it after cleaning up after the dog. And I walk in here and it's nasty. And I don't know if someone's going to jump by. And I don't want them to think badly of me that I never clean my bathroom because I usually make my kids do it. Amber. But I'm just over it. I'm like mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. I'm mad as hell and I we ain't taking it anymore. But at least I had good news yesterday. Both my bills passed committee. Yeah, you already told us. I know. But I have to think of the good things that happen when this is like a totally crappy day. No pun intended, but yes, pun intended. <laughs> Uh, I just don't want to go. I just didn't want to go through all that again. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go through all that again. I have something no, happy no. to be happy about. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, I just keep, keep reminding myself. All right. It's a keep lot that, of work, man. It's a lot of work. Going. Yeah, keep that going. Hey, well, you know, um, I mean, you know, you got a, you know, you got a husband. You got a husband. You got two kids. There's no reason why they can't be in there doing that stuff, you know. My husband said this morning, well, the kids can clean the dishes. I'm like, yeah, they should have been doing it since Sunday night. Well, see, that's where you guys dropped the ball. You dropped the it, ball. No, you're right. We did. And that's because I am I'm going through some stuff right now and I got to get do that with, physically and You can't do that with kids, tired. Amber. Amber, you can't do that with kids. You you show a little bit of give them a little bit of uh, you know, show and them a little bit of light at the end of the oh, tunnel and they'll take it. Oh. You can't do it. You got to be on them. You're right. But when Crack you don't feel whip. good physically and you have responsibility, you let things slide and that's the thing that slid. Oh, no, Amber. No, no. That's when you buckle That's when you buckle down on them. You're saying the right things, old man, and yeah. I I Well, that's I because I'm speaking to that's because I'm speaking through experience, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd come home and the mom, you know, the kids' is mom, you know, I would, you know, I could tell. I could tell. I, I see, I, ne I never, I, I never, my house, I never, I never pushed, I never pushed uh, the, my, the kids' is mom, my wife. I never pushed her to have the house clean and spotless because she was raising two kids, you know. But when she come home, she's sitting there and she's almost in tears. I can't do it because I just don't feel good. And the kids, they run it. I say, oh, the kids? Oh, really? Okay. And then I turned into a drill sergeant, you know. Yeah. You know, Philip's a lot like you, old man. He does get my back. He doesn't put a lot of pressure on me to have this house spotless. But you know what? As part of respecting him, I do want to have a tiny house. I want to live in a tidy house. But he also does know I my hands are in a lot of buckets yeah i cracked a whip on my kids know i'm trying hard there. in a lot of ways but that being said i do my best to respect no, i know him. i know you do but i'm talking about kids yeah i'm talking about kids i mean you we gotta, dropped the ball this week with my whip. children absolutely they should have been cleaning this bathroom and absolutely they should have done the dishes and helped me especially when i'm just not feeling my best so they they should but i tell them i tell them i say that's it, it you're not it getting is. no allowance you're not getting any allowance because the way your bedrooms look and the kitchen's dirty oh, but, that's the other but thing dad the bedrooms. they go but dad 
They go, but dad, we don't get any allowances. I go, that's why you don't, because you guys aren't going to get an allowance now until 2025. <laughs> yes. Yes, 2025. You guys are just starting you guys you guys have built up such a debt to me that you're never going to get an allowance, you know. Yeah. Cracked a whip. I mean, on, whip. honest to God, the kids know how to take advantage of parents and when you don't oh, feel yeah, they good, do. that's that's their striking moment and I haven't been feeling well, so <clears throat> oh, they know that. They know when you're not feeling good they too, do. and then they, they then do. they wrench it up. They have little. They have like I think they have little meetings, little staff meetings. They do. They have staff the meetings. meetings. You're right. They go in there and they got. If you crack the door and you look at them, they got PowerPoint presentations going on. <laughs> you're absolutely. They're doing Zoom calls back, together. Yes. Zoom yes. calls. They got they got whiteboards going on with the. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Things, right. It's all right, Johnny. Thing. All right, Johnny. What are your parents up to this, Johnny? What are we going to do with your parents? Okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah, they're they're like little gangs. You got to bust the you got to bust the syndicate. They're the kids' syndicate. You got to bust it. Yeah. You know, you well, got to be like the Untouchables, and you got to go in. Russ knows how much I love Arizona. Yesterday was Arizona's birthday, so I just want to show some love to Arizona. I yesterday. saw that. I saw that. Yep. And what's also, what's since what's my dad died, I did a good deed with my mom, and I took oh, her out to lunch for Valentine's Day. That's nice. See. Yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, what state was uh, was Arizona? What number? What number state? I was don't Arizona? know. What? I don't know. I just know it was Arizona. You don't know? No. Nope. Eric, but Eric, aren't you shocked? Amber May, the Arizona girl, she doesn't know what number I it is. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. There's a lot I don't know. Though. I have experts to come on. You show. definitely do not feel good because uh, I don't think I've ever heard you say you don't know any. I've always saw, See, Robert. I've always heard you say that you know everything. I don't know everything. That's for <laughs> darn sure. I don't know everything. See you, Robert. Get some good sleep, buddy. Get some good sleep. Nah, I'm just messing with you. <sighs> Who's that yelling in the background? Oh, that must be one of Russ's kids. Yeah, yeah my kids yeah, are in school. Oh, man. That's gross. <laughs> Oh, what happened? Did you so, step you know, in I'm it? trying to clean the toilet, and I thought I got the toilet brush thingy out of the yeah, holder. Yeah, yeah. I did not. Oh, and then it splashed on you. Oh, oh it's so gross. Oh. Such a romantic life I leave. Uh, there was a, we have this one place in the house that gets kind of messy, you know, you, you got to mop the floor and and uh, I used to always, I used to always blame Grammy. You need to clean this floor right here. This is from you, man. It's not for me. You know, you're the one, you know, doing all this stuff. You need to clean it, clean it, you know? And then, so, you know, she would, okay. Yeah. All right. You know? So when she left on her trip to uh, Mississippi, uh, one time I walked through the house and I looked and I went, how come that is all messed up still? How come, how come that's messed up again? And then I go, oh, it's not Grammy. It's me. <laughs> I'm the one making the mess. Oh. And then so when she come home, I had to confess. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. She goes, I know. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. I'm sorry. I can't wait to give Philip his Valentine's Day gift. We didn't do you... Valentine's yesterday because we're going to do it on Saturday. Oh, okay. What'd you get and him? I got him what Brett, what Brett told me to get him, which is a combo axe knife. So I can't wait to give it to him. I, I don't think I've ever, I've never heard of it. It's that. from Com Gerber and it's a combo axe knife. Combo axe knife from Gerber. Yeah. 
Uh, let me look it up. I got a lot of Gerber knives here. I like Gerber. Uh, yeah, I got Philip a couple Gerber knives. Um, and I, I didn't want to get him another pocket knife because, you know, the guys at work, if like his co-workers that like him, that's what men give as gifts for Christmas or like knives, right? You said it's combo axe knife? Yeah. I, I got it on Amazon. Gerber. Gator yeah. Axe and Gator Axe? Is I think, it a Gator Axe and Knife combo? I already wrapped it, so I don't know. But No, no, no. That's all right. I got it right here. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the knife that sips that that goes into the handle yep, of the axe. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. That's a nice that's a nice thing right there. Yeah. So I can't wait to give it to him and I'm dying. I said I asked him yesterday, said, Do you want to open it? He's like, We'll wait till Saturday. I'm like, oh stop it, wait till Saturday. Oh son of a That was your clue to say yes. Yeah. I don't wanna I, I, I'm so bad at gifts, like I want to tell everybody what I got them. Yeah, and well, it, you, it it kills me. And I used just to said, give no, like you're, a thousand clues, and you always guess. You should have just said no. You're opening it now, and then yeah. threw the axe at him. I'm <laughs> trying to get better at like give, giving and not telling people what I got them. Uh, I bought a uh, years and years and years ago. I uh, I bought this thing that Gerber had. It's a combination. It's got I don't remember how many things in it. 12 or 13, but it's got machetes, axe, knives. I mean, it's a kit and it rolls up and it, uh, it was called the zombie apocalypse kit. Yeah, and, buddy. Uh, yeah, I bought me one. I bought me one and you, you unroll it. It comes in this carrier. You unroll it and you got all these machetes and axes and oh man, it is awesome. Uh, I got Philip a machete for his birthday after we went hunting, and he didn't have one, and we were going through thorns. So this time I got him an X. You know, I thought that was just a good idea. I didn't know really what to get him, but it seemed like a good idea. I think he'll like it. Yeah. Well, you can get that combo. You can get it with the axe with the long handle, so it's got a long blade. Or you can get the short handle axe with a short knife in it. So, yeah, that's a nice I that's can't a nice imagine a guy not liking to get an axe. For Valentine's Day. No, no. Uh, J-Baby says, Steve and I don't wrap them or wait. We're terrible at giving each other. Yeah, that's how we are, J-Baby. Me and Grammy, we, we can't wait. I, I just like, you know, uh, if I, I see something, I like it for Grammy. I buy it, and then I just hand her the bag. Look what I bought you. <laughs> you well, know. Uh, if says, someone comes to my house now, the bathroom looks great. <laughs> In case anyone was in suspense. Oh. oh. No, we weren't. I still have to clean my master, but I'm wiped out. I ain't doing it right now. Uh, have a beer. Calm down. Have a beer. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna. Uh, but Gerber, Gerber does make some good stuff. I mean, Gerber yeah, makes good. Um, uh, that's, the, that's, I the only kind of, that's the kind of knives I use is Gerber. Well, here Gerber. we have a Gerber. We have a Gerber place and we have a Leatherman's uh, I got, uh, facility. I got Philip one. Okay, I'm on. I, I carry Leatherman too. But I, well, I got we got, I, I carry we got least, both. It's, it's more, I, I consider that more of a utility tool than a knife. It is. You're right. Yeah, and and Gerber makes a, Gerber makes a good utility knife, uh, but I do. I've got several Leatherman, and then I got all the other stuff. But I, I like my other – you know that kit I bought? The only thing I don't like in that kit – is there's a couple of pieces in there 
that are under the brand name Bear. Bear that bear guy, that survivalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear guy. And and I gotta say, the stuff that got his name on it is crap. It is total crap. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why Gerber did that. You know, I don't know why they uh joined forces with him and let him design something because it's just poorly done. The the way the blades attach to the handle is is just uh it's kind of cheap. It's just kind of cheap, you know. I don't know uh, who Bear is. Uh, Bear Grills. Is it? No, what, is that his last name? Bear Grills? What's his Bear? Like it sounds like the right name. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy yeah, says, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a survivalist type guy. He's the guy, I'm out here in the tundra. I'm out here in the tundra all by myself. All I've got is my utility knife here, and I'm all alone. And uh, I hope I can survive the next uh, 18. Nice. Uh, 18, 24 hours and it, you know we'll see what it is and then when you look he's got a he's got like a you know a 10-man crew with him you know nice. a, ten, a 10 man crew with him yeah oh, yeah God, you're out there all you alone. don't know how they're gonna survive with a camera crew right there right <laughs> yeah exactly how does that happen i, I don't know i, I love know. those shows i pick them apart i pick them apart because of that you know yeah. okay i'm gonna go down into this thing it's pretty deep it's dangerous I hope I survive. And then I go, well, the cameraman that's filming you from the bottom survived. He's, fil he's filming you coming down, you know. Unless unless the camera guy gets wise and be like, you're on your own, dude. I'm taking off. Bye. Yeah. I'm waiting for that show where the camera just is starting to run. And, the, and you hear the guy in the background, hey, wait. Help. Yeah. Help. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go down this little dangerous area here and. And then it's like the cameraman goes, I ain't going down there. <laughs> I, I ain't going down. Yeah, but those shows always crack me up. It's like it's like Grammy likes uh, Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. I go, yeah, they're Naked and Afraid, but is the camera crew that's with them filming everything Naked and Afraid? No. <laughs> no, 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 they're all saying, ain't it honestly, us too? Honestly, I'd be naked and afraid of sitting on something pointy being naked <laughs> or, a, no, or I, an I, anthill my, my thing anthill. is how, how is that ever even realistic how would you it's wind not. up in that situation it's not i know it, right even Ross? if your plane crashed with all your clothes disintegrate on the way down yeah. right like, yeah. you're never gonna be naked unless like you get traffic during sex and then like you run and escape for your life in that case, maybe, but real life in real no, you're not gonna be naked escaping anything. And then this was no, even if you're me. in the throes of making love with your spouse, and the house catches on fire, somebody's grabbing a pair of boxers. Well, okay, I'll here's the thing. No, here's the thing. I'll tell you what. Some men, some men sleep in the buff. I know that's shocking, right? And and there have been times police officers have come to scenes where the men of the household are butt naked trying to like scare off someone who came to their house. So I think the shock of a robber or someone trying to enter and break into a house is seeing the naked dude <laughs> trying to scare the naked dude off or the, the intruder off by the naked homeowner. Hey, if I was like, walking by somebody's thing. yard and some naked dude came running out, I'd leave too. I'd run away too. Yes. Um, yeah. You don't need to wrestle thing, with the yeah. homeowner who's naked. But the mean, one thing about these survival shows is like they're there and it's like I'm so I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten anything in two days and and I you know I got I'm I'm trying to boil water and I'm going, where's the crew eating? 
Because you know that the, right. the camera crew, they're going back to an RV that's like a, you know, like maybe a, a you know, a, a couple of miles away from them. They're well, having a big old, big old dinner and all that. Well, maybe yeah, the I, camera crew's laughing at the guy naked and afraid no, saying dumbass. So is, no, so is the contestant after the cameras go off. They're like, all right, here you go, man. Well, yeah, maybe not. Your... Maybe, maybe the camera guys are like, well, you're the one who chose to be on this show, so... I don't know. Yeah, they're just Maybe so funny. They're rules. so fake. Well, that just shows you that uh, the, the shows that they claim are uh, are uh, reality aren't reality. They're not reality. And uh, no, I think fake. most of the shows that are on TV are scripted. They're not. Oh, they're yeah. Not. It's like Big Brother and uh, Survivor and all these shows. They're all scripted. They all scripted. The Bachelor, <laughs> The Bachelorette, they already know who's going to be the winner. They're just like they the NFL. No, they're like, like the, the NFL. NFL. You scripted. can't tell me. Come on, that was totally scripted. The win. It's all. It's all scripted. Of they Kansas took, City, really? They Come took on. us. They took their cues from from uh, from uh, professional wrestling, and they go, "Hey, why are we? Why are we fighting this? Let's just have. Let's just script everything, and because uh, look at the success that the you know." professional wrestling has and they don't even they don't even deny it now they tell you yeah we're sports entertainment it's scripted and yeah. uh let's just make everything like that now yeah come on that but, was so scripted 13 seconds left and and mahomes did whatever he did yeah uh-huh sure that's scripted oh <laughs> well, yeah i think so take it but take it easy that's another show uh jeremy jeremy and i were going to talk about that and i go I said, yeah, you and I need to talk. And I go, well, it's getting to the point now where it's so after the fact. Who cares? I, I mean, now that's all you read about now. I mean, you're getting more coverage about how everybody thinks it's rigged and how, you know, holding penalties weren't called. And Oh, and, for sure. Uh, we saw a whole bunch of those. Like a whole bunch of holding penalties. I mean, we're going to hear this now for the next six months. I mean, oh, yeah. it's just overkill. It's just come on. Yeah. Just I mean, accept the fact. Just accept the fact that it's like professional wrestling That's and move right. on. Just That's move right. on. Just move on. And the frankly, one thing I, I don't care. It's not like I see the paychecks from the NFL players. Oh, it's, that's what I said. That's what I said, uh, Amber. I said it doesn't affect my life one way or the other. So I don't care. Nope. I mean, it's fun to it's fun to whine and cry and complain about sure. it. Sure. And uh, leading up to it. Yeah. But when it's done, ah, yeah, you know. The only thing is my beef now that I discovered the NFL is a nonprofit that just irks me to no end. I'm like, that should not be a nonprofit. Should not be a nonprofit. Yeah, they're a nonprofit. I'm like, that bothers me. That's that's Can't not what a nonprofit's that. about. Yeah. Uh oh, J Baby says Am a bachelor doesn't know. It's scripted to the point, but they choose their partner. I don't know. Um, I don't know that they I, choose I, their partner. I didn't even kind of question that. Uh, hey, we got yeah, Jeremy I, on I the line. We got Jeremy on the line. Jeremy, what's happening, brother? Hey, listen. You know the the like you were talking about it being scripted and all that. Yeah. So did you know that you couldn't bet on the WWE until they came out and told that it was scripted? <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah, now now you can bet on the WWE, but before before Vegas would not take bets on the WWE. Well, like okay. even well even now, man, like it, it's Monica. scripted to a it's scripted to a point, but a lot of times they don't know who they're going to put over 
in the match until they actually start doing the match and they see how the crowd they reacts to, to what's going on on Twitter, how everything's give, going on with their social media. They have to give they, Vegas a six-hour notice yeah. now about who's gonna who's gonna win and who's gonna lose. Vegas knows, and and you think about that. You're going to bet on something, and it's scripted. I mean, they had to make Taylor Swift's boyfriend win. They only filmed her. They made the whole Super Bowl about stupid Taylor Swift. Where'd he go? I was going to tell him. uh, Jeremy, uh, where'd you go? This past past Royal Rumble, uh, there's a lot of uh, pretty reliable. Oh, Jeremy, I got a call or something. He's totally done. CM Punk was going to win that Royal Rumble, but he tore his quad, his uh, tricep. Uh, in the match, and when he did that, they had to change the winner at the end of the right there at the end of the match because he, you know, he legit injured himself, so he, he's not gonna be able to go past for a while. The next eight months, he won't be able to wrestle. But yeah, that kind of stuff happens in wrestling. Oh, people yeah, get people injured. get hurt, people still get hurt, people yeah. get injured. Yeah, hey, did you see that one guy on the 49ers? He was sitting there on the sideline waiting to go out there. He started to go on the field, he stopped, he backed up, and then he went out on the field. And he went down on the ground. Bam! He got hurt. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, "What happened?" He, he claimed, it was uh, he, he. They claim he uh, he uh, did something to his Achilles tendon. Oh wow! Yeah, I saw that. Uh, when he, when he I believe. It. Yeah, something. Yeah. Hi, Kevin. Uh, Kevin's gonna go. Yay, Kevin! I mean, he right Hi, Kevin. Great having you. Thanks. Thanks. And I popped a bottle of beer just in case you were wondering. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy says the internet kicked him out. You call, you come back in, Jeremy, if you want. Uh, But uh, yeah. Stupid NSA. And then uh, Amber, uh, Amber, um, um, uh, J Baby says that she knows, uh, (laughs) she's she's read plenty of their books, the, uh, I guess, the uh, Bachelor type stuff books. But that's not saying the books are true. I mean, I don't know. What are they I mean, going to do? Share the secrets of how when you, they make when the you show start so script, When things start being scripted out, you yeah. got a lot of people that sign these uh, confidentiality and, clauses, NDAs. and yep. they can't they can't say anything. Uh, you know, right. I don't. Oh, uh, Jeremy. So, Jeremy, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm just listening right now. The the, the 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 internet kicked me, and then I had a knock on the door. The power company's having to come out here and cut some trees. Well, it's the NFL. The NFL cut you off. Yeah, it was. The NSA yeah. was like, cut them off. They're talking about the NFL scripted. The, 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 <laughs> they're talking about Taylor. Cut it off. Not exactly. Taylor. Not Taylor Swift. They had, to make her, they had to make her boyfriend win. That's all they filmed. The whole freaking thing was Oh, about God. Taylor. We got her going, old man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just think it's all comical, really. I mean, I had fun. I had fun slamming Taylor Swift. I really did. And uh, I had a few friends that would uh, get on me. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. It it reminded me of the Britney Spears thing. Leave Britney alone. You know. (laughs) I don't know if anybody remembers that guy that came out on the internet when everybody was jumping on uh, Britney Spears. You know. There was another one when they they jumped on somebody else. Who who was that other one that they got on there and was crying about? All right. It was somebody, they were in tears over it. Uh, J-Baby says, it's no more scripted than our government. Our, I'm our glad government, you said that. You want to know why? Our pay government attention. is scripted. <laughs> our yeah, oh man, pay attention. Scripted. Everyone pay attention. When they get to that podium, 
They are reading it verbatim. They cannot get off script. It's like a big soap opera. Oh, yeah. You can tell the ones that are talking from the heart and the ones that have to read the script. And they will read it verbatim, even on the press conferences, that lady, Pierre, Jean, whatever. Everything <laughs> she answers, she goes back to the book. She reads it there on the script. It's all scripted. Just I know. That's, a, that's always amazed me about uh, the press secretary. You know, she'll take a question and then she starts flipping through her folder. It's mm-hmm. like, man, she, she's, this has all been prepped and prepared. The only one she doesn't flip through the folder is Peter Ducey when uh-huh. he asks questions. And they have to put their questions in ahead of time so they can write the script out. They can't just oh, show would, up without having their questions already pre-screened. Um, I would love to be in the press secretary. I, I mean, not the press secretary. I would love to be in the press the press room. I'd love to Angel be, baby. okay, we're just going to let normal people come in and ask questions. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I would love to. I love I except or the uh the, the security would escort me out pretty fast. Right. I think it's funny. Um, I just think it's yeah, we live in a scripted world. What are you gonna say, Eric? Well, you know, I'm I don't know if anybody might be old enough to remember like the daytime soap opera capital, which the bold and the beautiful replaced. I I think if you you know were were living in the nineteen eighties, you could could probably say that show was ahead of its time. Yeah. You know what I heard the other day, Eric? Somebody said something at a at a conference. They're trying to talk, you know, we're gonna talk to the American people, and they said something, and then they 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 uh they were quoting the television show West Wing. <laughs> yeah, that show was ahead of its time too. <laughs> when I read that, I cracked up. I go, really? <laughs> when are they going to quote well, from The Lost? You know, I don't know. That's I think well, House of Cards also... is reality TV is honestly what I think on Netflix. Well, well no, no, I, I think that... um, House of Cards, they say, is a pretty, you know, groundbreaking show, too. Uh, they say that. They say that so everybody can uh, hone into it and... Uh, you know, don't believe anything you see on TV. Don't believe anything you see on the internet. Don't believe anything coming from the government. Don't believe anything you read unless you do further research and you get two or three different uh, uh, confirmations on that stuff. I yeah. I'm at the I just don't believe anything. I question everything. I don't believe anything. I, I just don't. It's like, right. yeah, right, sure. Okay, sure. my conspiracy theory high is on right now, and. We've done, I don't know if I've even said this. Maybe I said it on your show before. I'm not sure. But Russ just did a show not that long ago about Project Bluebeam. And all they did on the NFL Super Bowl was display aliens. Aliens, 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 aliens. I didn't see that many aliens. I think it's a pre-program for Project Bluebook. But what is he saying? I didn't see aliens on all the commercials. Oh, it was everywhere. Yes. Oh, I didn't see it. I don't know. The what only aliens I saw was I Spice that was sitting up there by Taylor Swift. Oh, her. Yes, of course. <laughs> no, but there was a ton. You guys missed a ton. You must have zoned out. There was a ton of alien things. No, I know. I swear no, to God. No, no. I, I, I didn't tell see. I'm like, look, more aliens. More aliens. I got to call you on that. I didn't see aliens anywhere. You got to go back. I, mean, I swear to God. I'm not, I'm not lying. You got to go back and look. I was paying attention. So the commercial where the two little babies are playing pickleball with the adults on that E-Trade, there was aliens in that? No, not that one. All right. See, that's what I'm saying. You know, There was a I majority mean, so- of alien stuff. No. Yes, there was. I promise you. I was like pre-programming right there with Project Blue Book. Oh yeah, pinky swear. You want a pinky, pinky swear? Pinky swear, and I crossed my heart. Project Blue Book. 
Oh, you yeah, crossed Project your Blue, Be- Blue Beam. Sorry, Project Blue Book's the show about Project Blue Beam. Oh, I thought that pro- I thought that we were talking about Kelly Blue Book, like those aliens want to get a want to get a want to get an estimate on how much the spaceship were. No, um, Project <laughs> Blue Book is a conspiracy theory that I kind of sort of believe in. Um, but uh, so I put my tinfoil hat on for just a second, and all a lot of the commercials during the Super Bowl had aliens, had stuff to do with aliens. It was a lot of alien stuff. I didn't see any alien <laughs> stuff at all. I didn't either. I, I just got to be honest, and I looked for it too, old yeah, man. I, I, I looked for commercials, and I, I watched them, and I didn't see you that. You guys must have missed it because it was there, a lot of them. I promise oh. to God, there was a lot of alien stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I don't the commercials know. that I seen that I was most interested in and the trailers for uh, was the trailer for uh, Twisters. Did you see that? Yeah, I didn't that see the aliens. But they already did it with Helen Hunt. Yeah, but did they have aliens in it? <laughs> they, Paul G saying I didn't see aliens. See, I don't know. I think you had a dream, Amber. I think you no, dreamed it. I wasn't it. dreaming. There I was a, a lot dream. of aliens in the NFL commercials. Oh, there were a ton. It was a ton of alien stuff. Well. I don't know. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's true. It is true. I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> well, then how come I didn't see any? I don't know. Maybe they only played it here in Phoenix, alien stuff. Maybe those were local commercials. I don't know. Maybe, but I didn't see any. There was a I ton. Any. Well, I definitely didn't see a ton. You think if there was a ton, I would there remember was. I would remember one commercial with aliens, and I don't remember any commercials. There was a ton, and maybe they were just local. Maybe they weren't national commercials, but there was a ton where we were watching it. On, on- so anyway, what do you, what what's this thing? You think uh, what aliens are? What do you think aliens are coming? What what what? What's okay, the- so you have that government doing hearings on on alien stuff. You have Project Blue Book. Then you have the show Project Blue Beam. The conspiracy theory is they are going to fake an alien invasion that's so big with um, laser uh, holograms. And it's going to look really real. And people are really going to believe in the alien no. invasion. And then they're going to fake gonna the believe. second coming of Jesus Christ. No, that's the people, conspiracy theory. People aren't going to believe it. People aren't going to believe it. I'm going to be like, aliens, can they wash dishes? Yeah, put them to work. Yeah, get an alien over there to help you with clean up your house, Amber. We need to. We we need to. We 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 need to build some new pyramids. We need your technology. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So if you look at Project Blue Book conspiracy theory, you'll find Project Blue Beam. Sorry, the book is the show. Blue Beam's the conspiracy. Oh yeah. man, she is right though. She was right. I, I forgot about it. There was an alien commercial during the Super Bowl. What was it? It was Michael Scorsese made that made that alien made that invasion uh, commercial for Squarespace. I forgot oh, about yeah. that. He looked up. Yeah, he looked up to the aliens at the end out of his yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one I remember. That's the only one I remember. There is more than that. There was more than one. There was multiple ones. Aliens. Yeah. They had a lot of aliens. If I if they, there's just no way. I mean, I don't know. Right. You know the government. You know the government saying there's a national security threat with space. That's what yeah. I'm trying to tell you. They're trying to. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's a thing that they're going to try to do, whether it's successful or not. I don't know. But that's. 
I don't believe in all the conspiracies, but that's one I could see that could yeah, happen. Thing the thing is, is not, you know, there as much as you want to think, not everybody believes, I think the majority of the population of the world does not believe aliens I don't uh, even exist. I and don't so, either. Take a poll on the show, man. Just take a poll. They can do I what they either, want. But they've been programming everything happen. alien, alien. When the government does a freaking legislative hearing, a congressional hearing on aliens. That was, that was because they had to divert the attention off of something else. And they go, let's do alien. Even when that was going on, people was going, this is a joke. That's this what I think real. the Project Blue Beam is going to be a diversion of some kind. What it is, I don't know. But I think it's a diversion. They've been programming us for aliens, aliens, and then the Super Bowl had a lot of aliens. So I don't know. It's my conspiracy theory. I don't believe in aliens, old man. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. Well, I'm into space. I'm into space. I'm into quantum physics and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I think the probability that there's other life forms out there in the universe as vast and as vast as the universe is. I think the probability that there's another life form, another alien form out there in another planet someplace in the universe, I'd say, yeah, sure, why not? Mathematically, yeah, it could be possible. But are they going to come to this trailer trash planet in our solar system? No. 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 Because they'd be afraid that we would eat them, for one thing. You know, don't go there. Don't go there. They'll barbecue you. They'll put you in a smoker. Well, you know, my grandpa always thought that I was going to uh, major in astronomy in college because he said that my teacher told him all I was doing was taking up space in class. Ha <laughs> ha. That's a good dad joke. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I uh, think astronomy is very fascinating, but I do not, for the record, believe in aliens. That doesn't mean I don't believe the conspiracy theory might happen with them trying to fake people out. Well, they can try to fake people out, but I, I have faith that people aren't that stupid. Well, I hope so. I hope so, yeah, man. No. When you, I hope so. No, people um, aren't that stupid. We'd never just shut down everything and just start wearing masks and running away from each other. Well, the vaccines that people yeah. created in three days. Yeah, We'd never Russ, do that. But Russ, but Russ, but Russ, it didn't happen the second time. See, they tried to do it again, and it didn't happen because people go, nope. <laughs> Fool us once, shame on me. You're not doing it again. We're not shutting things down. We're not wearing masks. We're not staying inside. So that's what happened to that that second big wave of this killer virus. It just oh, they're doing it again with with disease X. They're trying it again with disease X. They're going to keep the next trying pandemic, it. They're, they're going you know to keep the, trying it. Well, I mean, people, if, if you have people are all gone. the governor, if you have all the governors and leaders do everything they did the first time, the people ain't got no choice. Yeah. It's just going to happen. People are yeah. going to go, no, no. People need to rise up and say, screw you. We ain't doing it. And that's yep. what they do. I agree with you, old man. <clears throat> that's it. That's it. Old man's just going to look at them and be like, your mama. When they try. <laughs> your mama. <I laughs> your mama. <laughs> your mama. Yeah, I'm going to look at like, them and say, hey, man. on you. I don't go anywhere anyway. Yeah. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> hey, don't, I'm just going to say, man, don't crack my wagon. Don't crack my wagon. (laughs) (laughs) And then when it really gets intense, I'm going to say, man, take that drama to your mama. Get out of here. I like that. Take Take the drama to your mama. I told my daughter the other night when she was talking, like we were doing uh, your mama, like she was, she was sitting there. She's been a little smart aleck, you know, popping off the mouth. 
And uh, we were going back and forth at one another. And I told her, I said, uh, your mama's so fat. When God said, let there be light, he had to tell her to get out of the way first. And she oh. thought about it for a minute. Hey, she ran in there. She said, Mama, you ain't going to believe what Daddy said about you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> out, of, out, of everything you, out of everything you said right then, uh, Jeremy, the one thing I liked was when you said, Pop off. Yeah, she was sitting yeah, there. She I was like popping that. out. Pop yeah, off that's an old boy. That is that's an old. It. That took me back. That took me back right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was remember. raised by old people. So, yeah, yeah. I remember my mom saying, Don't pop off at me. <laughs> Pop off of me, yeah. gonna get you slapped, you know. <laughs> I brought you into the world, I can I take, can you, take out. you out. My mom yeah. used to say that to us all the time. Yeah. I brought you into this world, I can take you out. <laughs> you know, Annabelle has her first school dance tomorrow. I'm really excited, Ooh. and my friend is DJing the, the event, so I'm really excited for her. So I'm going to stay after school and help the teachers decorate and uh, bring all her stuff. Are you going to be one of the chaperones? No, I'm going to let her have fun without her mom peeking over. But uh, well, good I will for you. bring all the stuff. And, um, good for you, know, you I'm going to have to get her ready there at the school since I'm going to help decorate. And and then I'm bringing macaroni and cheese for the kids to eat nice. and stuff like that. So. Paul G says, go get me a switch. Is what I was going. Yeah. <laughs> what's the weirdest thing? What's the weirdest thing your mom ever whooped you with? The wooden um, spoon and the fly swatter. Yeah, my mom always used those big, you know, thick yard sticks. I mean, uh, she used to use those like she'd wheel that like a samurai sword. She was like, Do you ever get? Did you ever get whooped with a clothes uh, a wire clothes hanger? No. no, no. Uh-uh, oh, my grandma whooped me with a wire clothes hanger one time. Mm. She would, she would hit you with anything she got her hands on. Like she'd mm-hmm. be in there. And like you smart off to her and she's sweeping the floor, he's getting hit with that broom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul G says anything in reach. Yeah, anything in reach. Uh a bladed, a bladed strap. Man. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was gonna say, Paul, go get me a switch. I used to always think they were saying, go get me a twitch. And uh, one time uh, my mom said that to me, and I go, You mean this? A twitch? And boy, she really got mad because I, oh, yeah. I was acting like I was twitching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's not good for kids to do that. It just irritates the parents more. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah well, we can't we do learned, that. We can't do we that learned, anymore. We learned how to dodge and bob and weave and all kinds of stuff with our parents when they'd come after us. That's why Muhammad yeah. Ali was so good at boxing. He learned to sting like a butterfly or <laughs> uh, <laughs> float like a butterfly and sting like a bee from his mama whipping him. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. We had to survive. We had to survive. And oh, then, they, then they really tried to kill us off by sending us to the playground. Bom, bom, bom. I just remember my mom locking us outside and saying, go play outside and don't come back for 30 minutes. Like, I remember oh, being locked outside, too. I remember uh-huh. being locked outside. My mom wanted quiet. She'd send us she all outside. That's the what door. they wanted, quiet. And they couldn't have with all the kids at home. So, But I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. Go out in the desert and hunt something. Get and out of there. And then we would drink <laughs> out of the hose because we were thirsty. I mean, we survived <laughs> in, our, in our yard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those little ones, they get those whipping, man. They could get those whipping, but uh, yeah. Oh, what a great show. What a great show. Amber, thanks for getting in. Russ, thanks for being here. Jeremy, thanks for calling in. Robert, thanks for coming into the show. Everybody, thanks for your input coming in there and sharing stuff well, in the chat. Kevin, thanks for calling in. Uh, this has been a fun show. I'm going to queue. I'm going to queue up the music. Get those Eric, trivia entries hear. in, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Today's the last day. To get your tri- trivia 
answers in. And uh, do you want and me to I'm give them the question? The question in chat one more time. Um, there it is. In honor for those. Go ahead, Eric. In honor of the 2024 Super Bowl being in Las Vegas, one of many entertainment destination cities, we asked what Egyptian themed Las Vegas casino and hotel features a bright light at its peak that is claimed to be able to be seen from space. And if you know the answer, simply email it along with your name to the old man's podcast at gmail.com before 12 a.m. midnight Eastern time this evening, 11 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Pacific to be eligible to participate. And, and, and of course the $50 Glowflow Denver gift certificate is up for grabs. Actually, Eric, I say 12 o'clock, no matter where they're at. I mean, if you're on the East coast, right. 12 o'clock there, you're central, uh, any of these other time zones, just at midnight, you can't send well, in anymore. So, And uh, for the March Trivia Contest, that'll run March 8th through the 15th. The subject will be TV, as TV uh, has apparently won on Podbean Podcast Nation and Twitter X in the survey we conducted. That's what I put in. Yeah. I put in for TV. Good. Uh, and don't forget, we got that continuation of our engagement point contest going on uh, until uh, mid-show the 29th of February. Mid-show the 29th there, and then we'll declare the winner for there. So, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, we declare the winner of the trivia contest. So you want to tune in for that, and uh, it's going to be well, a blast. Um, and Go ahead, Eric. Eric, I'm just queuing up the music. You go ahead. Well, I know Russ is about to go live with this lunchtime show after you know we head on out of here, and um, and tonight's manipulations of the mind, um, and I think that's going to be a really good one, right, Russ? Hey, yeah, tonight's manipulation of mind. We're doing uh, politics and uh, the Hopefully keywords and, for that one. keywords and stuff they use to manipulate the population. I want to be in a good mood tonight, so I won't be in that show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and you, you, I think you're probably going to make an appointment to show up for that one, right, Amber? I don't know. I, I'll try my best. I have a networking event tonight. Oh. On Top well, Golf. But I know you will. I'm going to Top Golf tonight. But if I can, yes, I will definitely try, Russ. Hey, everybody, uh, you're into the show. You're coming to the show. Uh, you're new to the show. Make sure that uh, you hit that follow button for us. Give us a follow. And uh, if you want to dive into more of uh, what the old man's like, uh, uh, you know, what, what's going on in him, you know, what kind of person well, he is and that, and you want to dive into more of that, check out Cummings' his culture, his interview with me. And it wasn't an interview. It was just a sit down and talk. Mostly a guys. conversation, yeah. Yeah, two old friends sitting down and talking and having a good time and laughing. Check well, out his podcast on that. Right and now. I know, of course, we'll, we'll probably be on the lookout for caps and substance for days and any other Podbean friends who are doing shows today and this evening. And um, I know we'll be back tomorrow when we reveal the winner and the answer to the trivia contest. And tomorrow's also promote promote your podcast projects and business ventures today. So um, we'd like to try to get some traffic your way. And then going into the weekend, we'll have um, Underground Shuffle, The Swap Doesn't Lie, and The Beans of Weenie Show is Doomed, um, and, and other shows to get you into your weekend. Hi, crazy lady. We're starting to wrap it up. Yeah. Hey, and if is you... it Crash's show today? Nah, that's oh, yes. tonight. Crash and, uh, Crash and Burn with Crash. Cat Don't forget about on, her. Is on at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12 noon Pacific time. Tune in for her show. Try to catch, <coughs> Amber, Amber, try, try to catch Amber May with Ride Time Radio. Uh, like a, it starts like an hour before that show does. If you want to catch that if you can. Uh, but hey, if you think that you can 
uh, you can tune into that show that uh, Jeremy did, uh, him and I talking. Uh, and uh, no, you will not hear the old man cuss because we didn't cuss at all in that show. Yeah, baby. It's part of it's And Tick Radio, of- tune in to Tick Radio if you get a chance. And oh, 602 yes. Patio, 620 Patio. 620 Patio. Foolish Thoughts for Learning. Uh, foolish Thoughts for, uh, wait, Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning Podcast. Yuku's Beer Podcast. We got tons of podcasts. The Pulse Alaska. Yeah. Oh, yes. If you want to want to find out when those are, go, Shit, out. go to Facebook and, uh, and check out Podbean Podcast Nation. They got all those shows that are listed there and that kind of stuff. Well, and then Russ has got to remind us of the favorite snacks. Yeah, Mountain Dew and a Moon Power. You got to, Russ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can't end the show. Eric and I talked. We can't end the show unless you say it. So. Yeah, Mountain Dew and a Moon Power. Yep. There you go. Thanks. Thanks. And if, for a little extra treat, heat that moon pie up a little bit in the microwave, man. <laughs> it is a tasty treat. <laughs> I'm serious. It is. I'm not kidding. It's good. It's good. All right. Well, listen, that's it. Um, yeah, we're out of here. Hey, and uh, because Amber's with us, I'm gonna let uh I'm gonna let Annabelle close us out this today. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Annabelle, what do you got to say, sweetie? It's a good day for a great day. Hi, I'm Annabelle, and you're listening to the Old Man's Podcast on Podbean. Later, Gator. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Have a great day. Later, Gators. Later, Gators. See you next time.